0: What it is, what is up, what is good gamers, this is Sean of 71 and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 130 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the studio alone, along with me. My partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. Cat Daddy, a.k.a. Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man?
1: Ah, not much. Just happy to be back. Uh, sorry I missed you last weekend. It was 4th of July. And everybody was out uh, doing their thing. I hope you were taking care of yourself. I hope you were protected, uh, and I um, hope you enjoyed it. So, But I'm happy to be back to talk about games
0: indeed indeed and of course our show is a no-go with our trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar what's up bro
2: not much man just uh trying to live my best life uh trying to fly high even though i got pelters over here like my gaming stepdad over here so (laughs) (laughs) you're all like trying to weigh me down with your uh pessimism How dare in
1: Barb's? How dare you, young man? How dare you
2: go to your room? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fly high, sir. I am flying high. Go to your room. You go to your room. Wrong on punishment, okay? Wrong punishment. punishment. Punishment? Oh, I mean, I, I don't get to interact with you. Oh, great. <laughs> That's the best punishment. That's the best punishment of all. No, no, no,
1: you're. Your punishment is to go over to GH Radio.
2: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah, just kidding. <laughs> Come on, man! Oh, you know, I'm on the life bit over there. I did something, I guess. So <laughs> much love to everybody. Just,
1: just, just messing around, everybody. Uh,
2: yes, we just recorded the GH Radio last Tuesday about our summer gaming memories. That's right. Mm. Mm. Yes.
1: Uh what are my summer gaming memories? I
2: don't really S- have- summer gaming memories, yes.
1: I mean, I guess the only really big summer gaming memory I have is is um, uh, this is going with you to um, uh, uh what was that thing? Evo? Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, for your birthday. That was pretty fun. I guess if I had to choose one, I guess that'd be the that'd be the nice a nice one. I mean, I I really want to go back and I really want to go back Because I really wasn't in a. When I watched uh, Evo with you, I was in a. I was kind of like not really feeling it because I wasn't sure what the hell we were doing, and so I was like, I understood what it was, but it it you ever get someplace and then you're kind of like you know, you're just kind of like taking it all in, and so you're not really sure what to do, and so that was that was Evo for me. Like I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. I mean I knew what was happening. It was a, it's a it's a gaming thing, but I just was just kind of like looking around and I really wasn't like understand like I don't know. It was it it was a new experience. And so because it was a new experience, I really wasn't able to fully like appreciate it, I would say. Um, so I really want to go back and just yeah. experience it again and really kind of take it all in again as as someone who who has been there before and knows what to expect i mean i think that's the main the main kind of crux uh that i would add to,
2: to yeah EVO. if you listeners want to go back and listen to our impressions of it uh, right when we got back uh episode 56 of the gaming vessels uh has all our evo impressions from uh, evo
1: 2019 so yeah it's pretty good so what so kev what was your uh what was your summer uh was your summer
0: thingy? Um, the only thing that comes to mind right off the bat is I went to there used to be this water park I don't know if it's still around anymore called Clovis Lakes. This is oh
2: wow, what was yeah, that's where Water way, Adventures. Yeah,
0: no. Oh okay, it was. It used to be called Clovis Lakes way back in the day, and they had this. They had this pretty nice arcade. It looked like it was in like several double wides, kind of squished together because you you walked in and it looked like it was like a, in a mobile home a series of mobile <laughs> homes kind of kind of spliced together But well, that's funny. uh it was the first time that I played a uh, a laser disc game that I really liked that being Super Don Quixote uh, I thought that was the dopest thing since sliced bread uh it was actually me Damon and uh I want was Fred with us I want no, no, Fred wasn't with us because it was like a school trip. And I don't even know how that worked out because I didn't go to school in Clovis District. I went to Fresno mm-hmm. District, but well,
2: I want to, I want to, the Clovis Lakes as well. Yeah. So. I, 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 I okay.
0: Lakes. Okay. So we all, um, it was, yeah, it was a school trip. And it's like, we didn't even, Gosh, we didn't even. I think we. I went on the water rides once, but or a couple of times. But once I found that arcade, because it was, I think, it was game, and they like, "Dude, you gotta check this out." And uh, I, yeah, I didn't go back <laughs> for the rest of the time. <laughs> I stayed in that arcade playing game. It was like the first time I played Mario Brothers arcade. Uh, it was the first time I played. They had a um, a sit-down Omega race um they had there was like a bunch of stuff in there that was super
2: dope yeah no i used to partake because my mom used to take us to of lakes every so often i went there like i would count on two hands each summer on that because i was spoiled and what so but. <laughs> But I remember, yeah. I didn't mention it on the show, but I remember playing, like, um, Time Pilot there, Time Pilot 84, I think, the mm-hmm. expansion. expansion. I remember, I remember getting, uh, that's the place I, I played Cloak and Dagger, the arcade game, based on the uh, Dabney Coleman movie. <laughs> with mm-hmm. the, that kid the, from Daryl, yeah. The, yeah, kid from <laughs> E.T., yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the same? there. Same kid? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah,
0: they also had Cobra Command. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I that was the first time I played Cobra Command. And that was kind of dope. Although once I once I found uh, a Super Don Quixote, that's that that was it. I was like, okay, I, yeah, I'm gonna be. Pretty
2: I nice I, I don't remember Super Don Quixote, but uh, I think you I, did, do I? Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember?
1: Uh, real quick. Speaking of like you know Hans and really cool places, I remember uh Malibu Grand Prix. And that was the the first and only place where I actually played uh, that uh, Freedom Force or whatever it's called. It was the uh, Galaxy Express 999 uh, video video, uh, animated game yeah no i remember
2: it i remember it quite well yeah yeah i
0: I never i never went to malibu grand prix and i lived like it was like a few minutes drive from my house so i i never went
1: there (laughs) all i remember is playing just playing the crap out of that game and wondering what what game what what anime is this oh my god and finding out it was galaxy express and i was just like oh my god and this is yeah nerding out about that so
2: that was fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you want more stuff like this you know go and listen to uh gh radio you know we talked a little bit about arcades and stuff but i was like in it to win it with all the arcade talk so you know so cool. for sure cool.
0: before before we go into our topics uh did anybody have anything of note they wanted to share about how they uh brought in the fourth do anything in particular of note
1: uh, just celebrated. I just celebrated uh, with uh, my partner's family um, at, in Three Rivers and did a whole. Got two Airbnbs and first time our families, our family got together in like over a year and a half uh, due to the pandemic. So it was really good to be able to hang out with them and um, and be in each other's presence. And then our nephew uh, celebrated his uh, 18th birthday. He's getting ready to go off to college. So. You know, my, my partner uh, celebrating his birthday as well. So so for that I was very, very fortunate to be able to see, you know, three generations together hanging out and um I just finally being able to 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 hang out again because again it had been a long time. It had mm-hmm. been a long
2: time. So so I was very excited.
0: Indeed, indeed. Joe, anything?
2: Uh, just uh, tried to stay in, stay cool, and keep the dogs uh, from going off the heezy, basically. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I put on a Fancy Star Online Two New Genesis, and I played it super loud, and they were both sleeping like rocks. So, so, <laughs> so oh yeah, so, they, and, did,
1: they did get super crazy about the fireworks,
2: uh When they heard them, yeah, but uh, it sucks. But I had to like you know basically turn my sound system up to 11 and then um when i was like because you know i'm an old man i get tired around 10 30 11 o'clock i had to um make sure i had some music playing on there so and had some like you know um like piano jazz playing and that way i could sleep too you know so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh there's also too just to give a hint there's like uh, both a uh youtube channel and also on um spotify there's like uh, music for dogs that's supposed to be all this uh, like uh, like keyboard like m- like new age like music where it's just all mellow and, and relaxing basically so mm-hmm. yeah, hell it made me sleepy when i was cranking that so, so <laughs> <laughs> what does it say about me but uh yeah that was my fourth of july right there so
0: okay yeah, I didn't do anything in particular. Um, I did some barbecue, took my mom a, a plate, and uh, just basically kind of stayed, either was in the pool or stayed inside, just staying cool. So nothing of particular note there. So, <clears throat> all righty, so we're gonna, for, are going to going to jump into our first topic on the docket, and as always, it's going to be the Playlist. So, Joe, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man?
2: Uh, I've been very dedicated. Uh, so I've been playing nothing but my Xbox Series X. So, Wow. <laughs> yes. I know. You know it, man. So... Uh, as far as what i've been playing on there basically i've been playing a lot of fantasy star online to new genesis which i mentioned previously on there and uh you know basically at first i think i was trying to make up to attack level 1100, and i got beyond the uh, level 15 story on there in the level 1, uh, 1100 um, story sequence because i had to grind up to 1100 to able to play that next story sequence and now i'm trying to get attack level 1184 to do the level two bosses and you know of course that game's full of dailies and other things to do but um it's it's gonna take a minute for me to get to 1184 on there so it's just uh trying to be patient because some of the stuff's kind of gated unfortunately where i can't do some of my dailies i can't do some of the urgent quests that pop up That, you know, with the MMO-ish, like, nature where you're able to fight uh, a level 24, like, boss with other characters in the same instance on there. So, and I've been playing a lot with Dez, too, on here. I think you, because of your little vacay out for Fourth of July, I got a little ahead of you, but you're making your way back, right? That is correct.
1: I am. I am definitely, like, damn you, Joe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Was a, there was a couple during that weekend. Um, I was just doing the dailies and like logging off because I got I would signed on too late. I would get tired, you know. I'm like an old man over here, you know, and I don't want to fall asleep with the controller, you know, on the floor and me drooling on myself. So I, like, you know, know, it, know when to call it. So, <laughs> But are you getting up to 1184 or where are you at right now?
1: I'm getting up to it. But, again, uh, the difference with me is I actually um, – remember, <clears throat> I like to experiment with everything. So, it's been taking me a little bit longer to get places because I've been uh, trying different weapons. And, you know, I, I, just can't, I, I just can't, you know, play one. So
2: <laughs> Oh, I know. I noticed we were playing the other night and you were down to level 10 again. So, I'm assuming you were picking up different uh... – Yeah, uh, weapon sets on there to try to level those up and I I did go ahead and try all the weapons in the game so far as far as all the classes at least so uh, if you didn't know if you haven't played PSO 2 New Genesis basically your character can be any class you could just go and switch on the fly on there so if you want to be a ranger with uh, guns and rifles you can go ahead and do that there's two like uh, I think for like the melee there's like a hunter class and then there's like I'm trying to remember what they're fighter and then uh, believe the um, range characters. It's like a ranger and I think there's like one other classification. A gunner. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> and then oh. what are, what are the two? Um, uh, um Force. magic users? <coughs> Force, Force is and... the magic
1: user and a tech. A uh, 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 tech is the support magic user class. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, so I dabble in all of those. Um, I'm I'm strictly melee though. I'm up, up in fighter and um, yeah, the other class.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but that's kind of the thing with 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 the with the system is you're kind of looking at, and this is why I'm excited for when uh, the update comes out and the brave uh, comes out and the, the braver, reason why right? the braver, thank you, is because they. Um, use both melee and ranged weapons and I for me and I like the way their animation because they're kind of like they have a katana and it's kind of samurai they use a longbow so I think that's probably going to be the class that I rock because I like being able to switch between the two where the other classes uh the other classes are specifically either you're either you're a ranged or you're a um or a melee Again, you can do a subclass and be able to use any weapon, but I really think that as a subclass, for me personally, I like it being. um, I like subclasses being just that a subclass. So I know that's kind of a a a wonky way around it or thinking about it, but that's kind of how I, I, I tend to like uh, my game, and I really enjoyed how the how the uh, Braver Plate, so we'll see. Um, but it, it has to come out, it doesn't come out yet, so
2: yeah, it's coming out in the summer, I believe. What in I think uh, August, I believe, right?
1: Yes, I think I think that it's finally coming out in August, so but yeah. I'm I'm here for it, I, I think it's going to be amazing, and I'm ready, so
2: yeah. And yeah, I've been enjoying the game so far. I mean, it's a very action, more on the action side, uh, MMORPG, so I mean, uh. You know, I actually used money for the first time too. I used it to buy uh, things to resurrect myself because I was fighting this one particular boss solo and I just I didn't want to give up the ghost. And so I did. Your up, butt up. Yeah. I wound up uh, getting a couple of what they call it, the uh, dolls, the escape dolls yeah, on there. Dolls. So I, yeah, I bought some money to. Buy some additional escape dolls. I didn't want to give up the ghost, so...
1: Oh, ooh, so Joe's turning into a whale, I see.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what do, what do you call me a whale for? That's what Are they're you... called. Oh, okay. You haven't heard that
1: term before?
2: Yes, I've heard that term before. I was just going to make a joke that you were trying to refer to my personal appearance. That's also...
1: <laughs> I mean... It's just that it's just an added benefit that it works for both. I mean, I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> well, one, I am God. not a
1: whale for for reals either way. So, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna set me up, you know, I'm gonna have to volleyball it at you. You know, mm. spike it down. So.
2: Mm. Whatever. Mm. You, you mind said, de, de- you instead.
1: So. You said it. All I'm saying. You know, right. I keep thinking about it though, and I'm like, I'm like, do I really want to spend money on this? Do I really want to spend money on this? No, I don't. Do I?
2: Ugh. You, well, know, but you know, it's kind of killing me every time I log in. It's like, what's this premium? I haven't looked at yes! as far as oh, signing yes! up for the premium, getting the bonuses every time I log in. So, that's is, it. is, is, is there a season pass or something I could sign up for? Or yeah, they have- yeah.
1: No, it's a, it's it's like the battle passes. So it's the well, same thing. It's the same yeah. thing as like a, as like a battle pass or something like that. So you definitely can. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't really want to do that. It's like, yeah,
2: no. like, no. well, yeah. I love the fact that the game's not in your face because I have no knowledge as far as where I even would go to buy the battle pass. Yeah, you have to anything. go to the
1: you have to go to the store, and even the store is like the furthest to the right. But like that game doesn't really. That's what I like about it is that game does not uh, push your. It, it does not fight you to have to to do anything. Like it's not constantly in your face about. Buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. And
2: I'm like, Yeah, okay. I mean, the only thing I really see is like when you first log in, you get the little advertisement in the lower left hand corner talking about, like, you know, I'm going to buy a wedding outfit so I could like go and do a mock wedding. And wait, no, I'm not. So, I mean, you can if you want. I mean, the only only character I'm playing with is you, Desmond. So, I mean, if I had a choice of marriage, it would only just, you know, unless I'm going to just select some random player. I didn't plan. So, I decline too, sir. That's why I'm saying. So. Sorry,
1: buddy. I declined. Yeah,
2: no, no uh, video, no video game polygamy for you, right?
1: Polygamy? What? You'd be my only husband, Joe.
2: Oh, what else I've been playing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been uh, dabbling in some it's yakuza. A <laughs> so this binge group. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no Ben's group. I haven't asked Ben's group to to see if they're willing to marry me in PSO2 <laughs> so you are. I, I'd I'd prefer a female uh character, thank you. So. I, I I would
1: prefer you to have a female as well. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I've been dabbling in yakuza a little bit. So uh started Yakuza Kwami and then realize after uh you know i read an article saying it's better i was gonna wait to play yakuza zero until later but you know i i went back and i just fired up yakuza zero and i played that on there so i'm gonna uh attempt to play the yakuza series on the series x because obviously on the uh, greatest gaming service ever xbox uh, games pass <laughs> they have all the yakuza games available and the thing about playing it on xbox versus playing it on platforms i actually own the game for is that the auto hdr really pops with uh, yakuza with the uh, whole like uh, being in uh the uh, city at night and that kind of thing so the hdr really just pops so I enjoyed what i played so far i'm just at the beginning of yakuza zero so i really screwed up on the karaoke segment but uh well have to see if i get any better with all the little mini games and whatnot so and also dabbled with the uh, free uh, space jam game on there so it's a early access for people that have game pass ultimate but it comes out for everyone on july 15th for xbox itself it's a free-to-play game it's uh, been developed by digital eclipse on there and it's a uh 90s style belt scroller brawler you know think final fight or whatnot but with bugs bunny lola bunny and lebron james so i pay played as bugs for a little bit and it's it's all right It's good and It kind of reminds me of a usual snes like side scroller i don't think it's arcade worthy it's not like captain commando-esque in my opinion on there, but it kind of remind me of a, a game you would have would have seen on the SNES or the Genesis back in the day. It's definitely not like Streets of Rage 2 quality. It's more like uh, tough enough. Or <laughs> think of uh, games of that. I, I, it ain't I,
0: even tough enough. Cause it's you, not even you, tough enough. No,
2: no, it's not.
0: It's not even tough enough because tough enough you had a passive and active grapple. You don't even have that in this game.
2: Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, you could do some uh, like a charge move with the basketball. Yeah, that's whack. You know, you know, I don't know what rival beat would be better, but I uh, enjoyed what I played, but it's it's not a world <laughs> burner or anything, I can tell you that right now, So, but that's me for these last two weeks, that's what I've been up to and playing, so.
0: All right, Dez, what you been up to, man?
2: Well, for me, I haven't really been playing that
1: much. I mean, it's mostly been um, PSO, uh, too. <clears throat> because I was gone for for quite a bit of time, like almost a week. So, <clears throat> but in that time that I was gone, I actually played a lot of uh, Monster Hunter uh, Stories to Wings of Ruin. As I downloaded the demo before I left, and uh, I've been playing the crap out of game. I am absolutely loving it. I think it's fun. I love the turn-based uh, aspect of it. I love the paper rock scissors kind of gameplay where power beats speed speed beats technical and technical beats power Um, i love that they this is a great example of taking something that they had and then expanding upon it and i really like when games do that where it's it's similar enough to the original but different enough to make you to, to actually add more gameplay depth to it like in how they how they translated the monster hunter ideas to a rpg is still really 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 cool and how you can actually break parts on monsters how you can use the paintball to make the monster flee after you beat them and then they'll go to a they'll go to their nest or their monster den and then you can go to follow them to that den and then and then go and get an egg of that particular monster uh um, if you want to add it to your collection I just think it's really, really great. I like the I like the very the, the various different weapon types. Out of all the fourteen weapons, you only get six of them, which I think is totally fine. Um, I think they're saving it for whatever Monster Hunter Stories Three is going to be. Maybe we'll get the whole roster. Um, but I think the reason why they did that is because each weapon fits into a specific category of uh, power, or sorry, um, blunt, pierce, and slashing. And I don't think there is any other blunt weapons besides the um, the um, hammer and the hunting horn. So even in that, I don't think that they have a third weapon to do that with. But even still, you can, if you matched up the right um, uh, the right type of weapon uh, class to the weakness of the monster, you do extra damage. There's kinship moves where you actually ride the monster and you can do special attacks. And and some of the attacks are so outlandish. It's just so silly. It's like literally dropping a nuke on somebody uh, onto a monster. And I'm like, okay, that's that's your bonus. So so <laughs> imagine like imagine like Final Fantasy summons, but but with you and your it's, they're not summons, but how the summon would kind of like land and then destroy a whole area. That's kind of what happens on some of these moves. And each each move is different. Um, you can actually create your own, uh, weapons. They have weapon sets, sorry, they, they have weapon and they have armor sets. Uh, it just is a really fun game and you're riding around exploring. There's a lot of exploration to be had, a lot of gathering. Um, one thing that I do wish is that the world did look a little bit more lived in um when you're outside riding around i think that's the one thing that i would have liked to have seen a little bit more though you can uh avoid any any attack that any any monster you can avoid fights because you see the monsters in world. um and and i just i just really am enjoying it i really like the art style i think the art style really works for the nintendo because it's not a super high poly uh Art style—it's more of a cel shaded type of art style, so I think it really works uh, for for the limited uh the limited uh, specs of the of the um Nintendo. And I—that's the only thing that I really wish Nintendo would would do is—and I don't know why they don't do this, but I really wish that they would um, kind of push up uh, push up the the uh, the the, the 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 fidelity like 720 like i want i want like and this is going to sound like sacrilege but as a as a high res hater i can just imagine this game looking so much more crisper and cleaner you know if if nintendo would just allow themselves to come into the 21st century with these graphics i think the, again the graphics are fine and they're suitable but i can just imagine how 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 beautiful it would look if it was a little bit more um, crisper although maybe Christmas is not the right word just more you know just 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 higher death i guess i don't know uh but that's only my real gripe is 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 that um and it's not really a large gripe because it i don't think it really takes away from me uh from my enjoyment of the game i'm uh, this is probably a game that i'm going to play and and complete and you know, i said that about a lot of games but i really think that i am i played the first one For quite a while and I still have it. But um, I never beat it. Um, And I think this one I probably am going to beat it. Um, I think more so I'm going to beat this one. Because it's not following the story of the anime. There's no anime attacks to this one. It's its own thing. And I think that's really, really good. Um, And I'm excited. I I thought the character creator was fun. Um, It had just enough depth to make it look good. Black people look like black people. So I'm excited (laughs) for that.
0: Scared of that? Um, Again? I'm scared of that. Right? Black people actually looking like black people in a Japanese game?
1: Yes, I know. Shocker! I don't know how they did it, or 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 how, (laughs) where where they were hiding these people that could do that, but (laughs) but it looked, you know, the melanin the melanin looks looks pretty good.
0: Um, Melanin on point, huh?
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, this melanin isn't that bad, (laughs) y'all. Who are y'all talking to, trying to make this shit look good? I was like, mm, okay. You know, I'll, I'll try to come with your A game. I see it. So, so they have
0: now. Cool. Do they have thick lips and broad noses like real black people, or they uh Yeah. This... It's, it's,
1: wow. It's, it's, the, it's the anime, but it's the anime lips, though. So the okay. Only, so, so they have like the little line above the little line. Above.
0: <laughs> so that's so it, that is acceptable.
1: Yeah, the, it is the. What is it? It, it, it is the 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 hint. Thick the, really hint
0: yeah. Yeah, the hint of ethnicity. Yeah, it's
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like 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 a like a, a bit of garlic, you know, on a cheese bread, you know, yep. <laughs> so.
1: yep. like you know it's you know it's garlic. <laughs> you would really can, like. I,
2: can I make a good Italian? Do you know? Did they have Italian esque <laughs> uh, features and whatnot? So I could they, properly like personify my being. No,
1: they, they did. They didn't have a marinara culture, so I don't know. <laughs> uh if how that's gonna you know a mozzarella I, I didn't know that but probably I, I i think you can make one so all right but uh but that was the game that what
2: was that i said all right oh. hey, hey. i wanted to ask you because i i've kind of tortured you a little bit or tinted Uh, Since you want better graphics on this game, is there any reason why you didn't dip on the PC version versus the Switch version, or can you explain as far as why you want to stay on Switch?
1: Oh God, you're gonna put me on the spot with that. You're gonna put me on the spot with that. Hey,
2: I I think the listeners would probably want to know, especially since you're talking about because I'm a Nintendo,
1: I'm a Nintendo idiot. Nintendo. Nintendo. Yes, I want to play it on Nintendo. That's why I never. That's why I never. Um, that's why I never got, uh, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, and I won't get Monster Hunter Rise on the, um, on, on, Steam. on Steam. I just, I, I want to play it on the Nintendo. It's, it sounds silly, but, but I, I feel at home playing these on the Nintendo. So, I'm going to play them on the Nintendo. So, so, I'm, uh, and honestly, I don't really think that the, um, the, the the res on this the um, the PC is going to be that good anyway because these games I don't think these games were 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 built to to look you know I just don't think that they were built to to take to take advantage of of higher of higher definition like high, higher graphics so so while it would look a little bit better on on um the the um the pc i just don't think it's going to be like night and day like i, I don't think it's going to be night and day so
2: yeah so, the okay. uh, recommended specs for the pc version i guess they're recommending a um a GeForce, uh 960 on there or a radeon rx uh, 560. so the um requirement to play on pc is not all that great it basically okay. You could you could run it off a of a toaster or something probably. So
1: That's what I mean. It's like I don't think it's gonna be this this fantastic, oh my god, like I have to get I have to run out and get this because it it makes it you know look like a Ferrari. So but but honestly the main reason is I just want to play it on the Nintendo. Like I wanna play it on the Switch. I wanna take it on the go. I want to be able to sit down and play it. And um well, we'll talk more about it when we when we get to the uh, the announcement of the Nintendo OLED in, in the news section, but but we'll talk more about about that and yeah and, and,
2: uh, yeah I, I don't mind I want to play online with you I bought the game I bought your copy of the game too I want yeah. the amiibos you know so it's just like uh, it's something i i kind of bummed out I didn't play the demo but you know I already knew I was going to buy it so it's like you know unless there's some benefit by playing the demo ahead of time it's like I'm, I'm cool with playing the actual original game, so...
1: You should really... Seriously, you should really play the... You should play the the demo. I think you'll like it. Oh, no.
2: I own it, so it's like... I don't know you're going to play the demo. I'm just going to go and fire up the main game and go, go, go. Wait, so, play it! it, play it. <laughs> Kev, what you been up to? What you been playing?
0: So, <clears throat> with the... Uh, the with I have with the... the Three days off of the fourth, I was able to get some some gaming in. <clears throat> made some more progress in Resident Evil Village. Uh, I only try to play that game at night just trying to just so I can get the the full the full effect of the horror aspect of the game. And I'm like I've said before, this game is awesome. Uh, I have knocked out three of the four. Uh Lords of Terror, I think that's what they call they're called. So I've got one more to go, and then I'm gonna I, I guess I confront the main big bad in the game. So definitely enjoying my time with Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8, whichever way you wanna you wanna say it. Scarlet Nexus, super dope, super dope, super dope. Um I've made some significant progress in that. I'm at a point in the story where I kind of saw this coming from a distance away, you know, there's like betrayal and, you know, oh, how did this happen? It's like, well, <laughs> it's in typical anime trope story uh, uh, methodology. It's like, y'all should have seen this coming. <laughs> i just put it like that but scarlet nexus is is again a fantastic uh third third person action game um very devil may cry-ish in its mechanics and it's got some persona-ish relationship things that you can do to build up your uh, abilities with your team members so i i, I can't recommend that game uh, enough Ratchet and Clank still enjoying the heck out of that game. Although I did have two hard crashes uh, with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, one, it just it just crashed me out to the desktop or the the you know the well, I can't call it the cross media bar. The UI, it crashed me out to the UI. So, but it did save my um, my my just about exactly where it crashed out. And then the second time it was like a hard crash and it's like it, it froze the system and I had to power off the PS5 then power it back on. But even with that, I was still able to uh, return to just about where it was, where the crash took place and continue forward. So not sure what happened with that, but uh, still enjoying Ratchet and Clank uh, immensely and making some substantial progress in that game Um, I picked up Mario Golf, and this is, like, this is, like, major, a major disappointment. Um, and it's probably because I should have watched some, some game, just some, some real gameplay of the game, maybe. But I'm not even sure I would have been able to pick up had I just watched some, some non, uh, some non-commentary, uh, a non-commentary game trade, gameplay uh, video on it on YouTube. I'm not even sure I would have been able to pick it up because at first glance, at at you know, if you just look at it, it's like, oh man, this is an arcade golf game, and it is. But I'm thinking like it's gonna be like Clap Hands, Hot Shots Golf, and it ain't nothing like like that. It is basic basic it is it, it is it is uh basic bitch hot shots golf that's what <laughs> mario golf is <laughs> uh it is the only i mean this is this is, it is it's actually also broken because i started the game off with bowser and come to find out that if you're going if you're not doing the if not using your me Everybody, if you're if you're trying to win, and I, and I haven't played online either, but if you're trying to win an online match, you just, you just, you either pick Bowser or Donkey Kong, because the only skill that matters in this game is power. I can't tell you how many holes in one I've hit using Bowser. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you don't get that many courses. I think there's only like five or six. I've only unlocked three. And I just don't feel the need to continue on any further. Uh, the extra modes in the game are dumb. I'm I'm sorry, but they're dumb. The, this speed this speed golf is retarded because you hit the you hit the ball and you immediately run to where your ball lands. But you know, part of playing these arcade golf games is seeing your shot, you know, and seeing how it clears the the trees and goes over the the sand traps and all that other stuff. You can get a hole in one and it doesn't it doesn't cut to the the hole in one animation. You're just running to the you just run to your to your ball regardless of where it lands. The this whole, you know, dash, you know, they have like this this Mario Kart dash thing that you can do. And if you run into somebody's ball, you can knock it off somewhere and you can knock somebody out, you know, off and put them in a stunned state, you know, while everybody's running toward the ball. It's just kind of it's just kind of dumb. And then they've got this other mode where it's like like eight or 16 holes of golf all on one screen. So you can you can go for any hole you want you just have to complete all the holes within a certain time so you're hitting you you get you get your your you get the ball in into the hole on one then you automatically go to the you you decide which hole you want to attack next and it's just kind of like the speed thing and then the of course the um the dash functionality is is active in that so as you're running around you're knocking people's balls all over the place and Knocking people and putting them in the stun state with your special dash moves—it's just not very fun. It's just not very fun. And if the basic golf was uh, had more skill involved in it, it would have been a great. I could have. I could have. I can overlook that other nonsense. But the basic golf is just—it's just not hitting it. it. It really isn't hitting it. The other thing I didn't like the your the adventure mode where you use your me and you create your own golfer the idea of the, of that typically in most games is so you can create either a well-rounded character or have a character that's focused on one thing well in this one your character is only going to be focused on one thing and because if you decide well I want to have a little bit of I want to, I want this guy to have good spin I want this guy or I want this guy to to have good uh, 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 be able to curve the ball. If you select a a point, an experience point, and put it in a in a in a classification, if you put your next experience point in a different one, it will take away the other point that you just put in that other class. So you can only work on one class at a time. It 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 will pull. So if you've got two points in spin and you're ready to spin your third experience point, it will pull a point off a of spin, and then you'll have to uh, put, and it won't let you put that put it back into spin anymore. It, it, is, it, sense. it does not make any sense. It's goofy. So because mm. power is the only skill that matters, you just put everything in power so you can get as strong as, as Bowser and DK. That's, that's, that's really the only thing that matters because you can do spin, automatically in in the game and your spin is no more or no less more intense than 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 it would be doing it any other way so it's it's goofy man it it, it, i was really disappointed in this because i was really hoping it would be like the nintendo's you know answer to clap hands hot shots and and it just isn't um the number of characters is is kind of cool you can play as different characters but if you're not playing anybody that if you're not playing either Bowser or DK what's the point because your everything else is equal the only difference is is power and DK and Bowser have all the power and they can get consistently hole in ones throughout this game it 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 makes no sense so this was going back <laughs> at some mm. point, point. Uh, and I was really disappointed because I I, I really wanted to like that game. Um, other than that, I played some Halo Reach, so I'm I dip in, back into the Master Chief Collection on Xbox, uh, going through the entire uh, Halo Halo series of games, and uh, I don't know Reach is okay. Um, I, I'm playing these, you know, just for the story, um, and uh, it's okay, you know. It, I I really, you know, I I'm trying. I'm I really don't know what you know. It's Halo. You you run around and you shoot aliens in the face. That's really all I can. I really all I can say. Um, I think that the group of characters, the the team that you're a part of. Has infinitely more more relate is instrumentally more relatable than Master Chief ever was. I, I'm sorry, you know that that's probably grounds for, you know, Xbox wanting to hang me from the nearest tree. <laughs> but I'm sorry, the that that squad that you're a part of has more is more way more personable. They're all they all have different uh, personalities that come through in the cutscenes and and even as you're. Uh, as you're moving through a mission together and those, those scenes know we'll, that you're working with one or more partners, mm-hmm. but I mean, all those, all those people have more character than master chief ever did. You know, y- y'all can send your hate mail <laughs> to gamingvessels <laughs> at gmail.com, but you know, it is what it is. Um, let's see,
2: uh, played I monster. Hunter. Is not listening. I know, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If, <laughs> if we get an email. We'll see. Yeah.
0: Uh, played Monster Hunter Rise. I am Monster Hunter rank 100. I still have to kill Valisax, Valithrax, uh, Exlax, whatever you call that, that Elder Dragon with the uh, Crimson Wings. He is a punk, uh, not quite as punkish as Maglamalo, Mag- Mag- um, but still a punk, nevertheless. He has, he typically KOs me twice and then somebody in the party will KO and then we fail to mention that's what happened, that's what's been happening to me. The plus the positive side is that I have my meta sets for great sword and for bow. Uh, so I've got my meta sets for the two weapons that I'm using in this game. So technically, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm finished with the game. Uh, I've completed it. I've met my end game goal, but I do want to beat Valistrax at least once. So um, I'll be—I'll probably be jumping back in and try to take take that thing out. But once I've done that, then I'm pretty much—I'm pretty much done with the game. Um, if there's people in the community or you guys, uh, if you want to go back and I don't know how how far you guys are in monster and hunter ranking that. But if you guys want to jump back in i'll probably just uh play along with you at that point but for my adventures uh in the game i have completed them i i, I don't feel a need to to go any to go any further i uh, i think i've extracted all my enjoyment from that game uh, that i'm going to um
2: and yes play i Teostra at some point so i'll definitely hit you up so
0: Okay. And you know, like I've said before, I think world's well, a better game. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, still enjoyed my time with that. Went back and played Returnal. I am fighting the boss of the second biome now. And uh man, I think it, it it's not as hard. I don't think it's as hard as the first one, but it's got a move that it's kind I, I have you have to be positioned the right way because it's an area effect move. And um, if, you're, if you're too close, you get mollywopped by a couple of different things. And you just have to, it, it's just a matter of being the right distance away from this thing when it, it, cause it does like a skyward, an upward move and an impact on the ground. And it sends out these waves of energy uh, as, as energy bullets and like this ground pulse so you just have to be ready to jump and um, dash through those through those elements. So I, I just need to get the pattern down. But I'm I am still enjoying the heck out of that game. Yet is it hard? Yes, it is. It is a roguelike. So when you die, you start from the beginning. Yes, but you you can shortcut. There are shortcuts that you can take to get back to where you were uh, no, much. Better. So you know, and they're evident. They're the map will tell you how where to get where to go to the where to go to the next biome because once you beat the boss you don't have to fight the boss again unless you want to uh, uh, so once you clear a biome you just go to the next portal to the next world and you just you know move on that way um, and I played Space Jam as well uh, I'm not a fan <laughs> uh, I'm spoiled on those Capcom beat 'em ups and you know this game while it has the look it does not have the mechanics uh, nobody has an active or a passive uh, grapple which is common in every, in just about in even even those those horrible beat em ups from Jalico on the Super Nest had had passive and active grapples not this game, you know, I mean, you get this, you get, you know, this, uh, you can power up the basketball and it has some kind of super move, but it is kind of whack, uh, not a whole lot of enemy variety either. So, you know, that was a letdown and as playing as, as LeBron, I don't know if somebody recorded it's like somebody recorded him yelling on a basketball court at a really terrible bit rate. Because it's like as you're beating people up, you <laughs> let's go. He sounds like an old man, you know, talking on talking on a on a on a old school uh, recorder.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just let's go, let's go. <laughs> he's recording over, recording he's over just, a phone.
0: He's just grunting and oomphing, and, and every now and then he'll say yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it this is it's bad. I I, I at first I said, oh, mean, it's it's not that it's not that bad. It it's like, well, no, I'm making the Game Pass excuse. This 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 game is trash. It it, it, it I'm sorry, but it, it looks pretty, but mechanics it is just uh, you know. But again, I'm a beat em up snob, so you know, take take my review on Space Jam for what you will. And the last thing I will mention is I took advantage of some games on the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, I did not play any of them. Um, well, I did play Katana Zero, but I didn't realize it was on Game Pass uh, until after I bought it. So I've got it on I've got it on Steam, and I know games rotate out of Game Pass uh, fairly often, so if it ever does go away, I, I have it permanently on Steam, but, uh, I've, i also been playing Katana, Katana Zero is super dope, it, it is really good, um, it is a 2D kind of, I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania, but it is an action, a 2D action puzzler, because, you have to work your way through these screens, uh, wave the, the screens filled with enemies and levels and get to your destination, execute your target and then get out. And some like they're like I had to get break into a jail to kill to kill this dude. And I get to the jail and all the guards are already dead. You know, somebody's been in there. It's all part of this. Mystery that's kind of unraveling around the main character. It takes place in this future dystopian society, and as I'm leaving, I have to sneak out because you know these are guards, and your employer does not want to to deal with the bad PR of of uh, of casualties of you know just people just doing their jobs. So. I have to sneak out and figure out a way to get out of the jail without killing any guards in order to get, you know, to for my employers to be pleased with my uh, with my performance. Uh, So I have to. But yeah, Katana Zero is super dope. It's quick action. It's got like a bullet time feature and it's implemented really well in a 2D environment with 2D mechanics. It's I can't. I can't say enough about that game. It, I. I figured it was a game I would like, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I have. It is. It, it is definitely a show enough game. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. But on the Steam Super Sale Summer Sale, the Super Summer Sale, whatever you want to call it, uh, I like that. <laughs> I picked up uh, the both pro- both prototype games. I loved both of them. Although prototype 2 had the dumbest ending in the world,
1: I never played either of them mm-hmm.
0: it, it, they're really good. I mean they're open world beat them up, eat people all kind you know you, you do it it's almost they're almost like they're more detailed Hulk ultimate destruction games that's what I would mm-hmm. call them um even though you can't destroy everything you can destroy a lot of stuff in the city um. And there it's huge you know sandboxes the city is a sandbox and you basically do what you want you're you're infected by this virus it's almost like a, a like a, a the T virus gone steroids it's turned you into this this half human half monster thing and you've got all these abilities that you build out on your skill tree and they're they're both games are a lot of fun like when they like the first game came out, it came out right alongside, I want to say it was. Um,
2: it came out like when Infamous came Infamous out. Infamous so. came out, yeah. And yeah. I bought
0: both of them. And I I thought both games did, did that open world special superpowers thing each a little bit differently. So a lot of people say, oh, they're too much alike. And I, I didn't see that. Um, but uh, prototype, both of those prototype games are fantastic. So I picked those up. Uh, I went back and I picked up, uh, I picked up Dragon Ball Fighters because I know my nephew has that on PC so I can play that game with him. I didn't buy any of the additional characters because I have all the unlockables, uh, on that, but, you know, he's going to be getting a PlayStation here pretty soon, so, uh, we'll be able to, I'll be able to use my bonus characters, and if he jumps into the PC, I don't mind buying, buying the, the, those packs again you know it uh so i've got that on pc now i also picked up uh blade fury or uh what is it
2: bladed fury
0: bladed fury and i picked i went back and i picked up uh um what's that what's uh, that beat him up game on the vita uh uppers uh, uppers yeah i picked up uppers too so <clears throat> so i land i picked those games up on the Steam Supercell. And I also picked up, there was like this uh this arcadey, it reminded me of um kind of like uh, uh blue like uh what was that game that I had on the links? Uh Blue Lightning. It's kind of like an arcadey third person you're flying this jet and you're dealing with swarms of other jets and helicopters and your missile lock-ons and all that. I mean, very arcadey. And I picked that. They had that game for like a dollar and twenty cents, and I picked up.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, and I picked up uh, Way of the Samurai Four. I was going to pick up Way of the Samurai Three, but that game didn't age well. It 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 it, it just didn't. You know, I don't. You know, it's like I know these are. I know it's an old game, but yeah. (laughs) And and ironically. That game was more expensive than Way of the Samurai Four, so I was like, you know, it's like, nah, I think I'll stay with I'll stick with Way of the Samurai Four. You know, I'm I'm good. So that was that has been what I've been doing over the past couple of weeks. So,
2: and Desmond, if you're interested in prototype, they did release a prototype collection for both Xbox uh, One and PlayStation Four, so you could get that physically too. So,
1: oh. Well, no,
2: I was just getting it on Steam. Uh, Steam, it, might, it just depends. As far as I know, right now it's not. Uh, I think Prototype One is nineteen ninety nine, and Prototype Two is thirty nine ninety nine. So... No, no, no,
1: no. We have to, we have to wait. I thought you would have already had it, but we'll just have to wait until <laughs> until next time.
2: Oh, I, I own it for PS Four, so I own the Collection Plus. Oh. If you really want to play on the cheap, you could play it on um, PS Three and get it for hell of a cheap. If you're looking to hook that bad boy up and go that way, so. I'm good.
0: So, yeah, so that's going to do it for our main event. So our, I mean, uh, our playlist, rather. So our next topic on the docket is going to be the main event. And, Des, you got the mic.
1: All righty. So thank you, everybody, Uh, as always, for taking the time to answer our main event question. Uh, That question for this week was, uh, what is your favorite game genre and why? Let us know your favorite, and we will talk about it in our next episode. So we got a couple of good responses. Um, first response came from Ren at stester16 on Twitter. Thank you so much, Ren. Uh, I said, uh, fighting games and platformers. Fighting games because I like uh, beating beating my friends up. So true. That's how Joe and I met, if you didn't know already. I beat the crap out of him. So uh, platformers. Because I really like, uh, because I like most games' movement and feelings. I agree. Uh, Vic at uh, Lego Bro on Twitter says, I'm a big fan of JRPGs. I like to see big numbers going across the screen, along with the flashy animations and visual effects. I would agree. Uh, uh, JRPGs are a really really big uh, genre for me, although I think that there's two genres within the two subgenres within the jrpg i think there's the turn-based one and then the and then the action-oriented rpgs so the turn-based ones of course would be uh final fantasy type games like that um and then the more action-oriented ones would be like the tales games um so it took me a long time to get into uh tales type games or the action type rpgs because having having my not having control over what my uh, my characters do, used to not sit right with me. But it took it took me after playing really Final Fantasy. I think it was sixteen. No, uh, Final Fantasy thirteen. I think it was the one that had the you, you could auto set everyone and make them like if then and when and blah blah blah. Uh, that one was the one where where you'd set it and forget it, and, and the game would kind of autoplay. I didn't think that that would be really kind of gratifying until you're until you really get into this kind of micromanaging and making them do a certain thing. So, uh, so after that, I really kind of got into it. Uh, what are some of your uh, what are, what are some of your favorite genres, uh, Kevin?
0: So my favorite genres are going to be, I'll, I'll I'll just go with three. Uh, fighters, brawlers, and arcade racers. Those that—that's my tri- my gaming trifecta. You know, um, fighter fighting games used to be my favorite genre. Uh, the reason that they are not now is because I have gotten older and because I have not. You know, I the, the new bright and shiny always distracts me. Like was, like I said, I, I I've had fighters since day one and i think i've maybe played that game in in dojo mode maybe like 3 times and and that's a, that's a sin and a shame because it's an excellent fighting game um but now that i'm older i just don't have the reflexes uh, you know I, I i wish i was like you know alex valier who is my age and that dude still gets down in the tournaments and always does really well but uh, my reflexes are old, <laughs> and, uh, sure, yeah. uh, so it's very difficult. But I still like I still like fighting games. You know, I'm I'm trying to resolve that issue with a different type of controller. I'm gonna convert over to a hitbox format controller, and so maybe that can help me because I do know that for certain moves like instant air dashes. I it's it it's like I've got carpal tunnel in the worst way in my wrist when I try to do those moves consistently for extended lengths of time. So I think maybe a hitbox might be might be in order. Uh, and hopefully that'll get me back into that genre. Beat 'em ups, of course, you know, Devil May Cry, you know, any three D or two D games. I cut my cut my teeth in the arcade playing games like Final Fight, Night to the Round, you know, uh, that one by Sega where it was like the medieval with the barbarian dude and uh, what is that? Golden what Axe. T- Golden Axe, yeah. Oh, the Golden, Golden Axe, Axe. The, right. the, the Capcom D&D games, you know, played those forever and a day in the arcade. So I love beat-em-ups. I like getting into the minutia of them, getting into crowd control mechanics, you know, how you can deal with a boss without you know, trying to figure out, like, cheap shortcuts, because those games were meant to keep you feeding quarters into them. That's that's how the proprietors made their money. But each Capcom, particularly the Capcom beat 'em ups had a way of kind of cheating the bosses. And if you could figure that out, you could make your plays la- last a lot longer. So, um, like, for example, like, for Final Fight, after the third, or I think it was the fourth hit, if you push the control stick in the opposite direction your character is facing and press the attack button, he'll do an over the shoulder throw. And that is a great crowd, con- crowd control mechanic when you don't want to use your super move, which costs you health. So, you know, things like that. And of course, you know, arcade racers, um, you know, in the arcade, it was games like, you know, Sega Rally. Um, Even the uh, uh, Cruising USA games, the older ones were kind of fun, on the consoles I am a Burnout fanatic,
1: Mm. I
0: love Burnout, Um, I wish they would come bring Burnout back, I don't know what EA is doing over there. You know, I know the same people that created the game aren't working over there anymore, but look, y'all need to do something with with Burnout and actually have a talented team work on it to make it as great as it used to be. I'm thinking particularly like Burnout 3 uh, was probably probably my favorite. uh, And with a legitimate crash mode, please, thank you. Um, So yeah, those are my three favorite genres.
1: Yeah, so we have one another one from uh, John BT on our Discord, and he says, "I realize this might be a shocker, but my favorite genre is Metroidvania games. I don't, I mean, maybe a shocker, but but I like Metroidvanias as well. I love all the third-person, uh, story-driven games and all, but <laughs> you give me a two D side-scrolling Metroidvania where I can spend twenty hours leveling up my sword familiar so that I can hit ninety-nine, <laughs> and then." <laughs> And then I can use it as a weapon for 20 minutes before I realize that the enchanted rapier I already had was better. Well, I'm in paradise. I know some people don't uh, like all the backtracking, but honestly, these games just hit my sweet spot for gaming. Totally understand that. Totally understand that. So, Joe, are you a Metroidvania uh, lover? Is, is that one of your favorite? <laughs> lover, lover?
2: Lover? Uh, yeah. I, I've dabbled in that genre. I do enjoy playing a good um, action adventure Metroidvania type title, but uh, it's like not on the my top tier uh, genre, so. Okay, so, so what I, is... I... Hello?
1: Yeah, I'm here. So, so then what is?
2: Oh, uh, what is? Well, um, my top choice. Will have to be a um, action RPG is like my go-to go-to i mean i think uh my favorite game of all time is uh, fantasy star online and so you're talking about online four player action uh you know um loot involved of course and uh, you know doing all that sort of stuff you know that's Fantasy Star Online kind of inspired Monster Hunter, and so it's kind of stayed in that same genre, along with like games like Todekin and Todekin Two, God Eater series, of course, and so you can even see like the kind of um, minutia and the DNA going towards like stuff like Borderlands and games of that ilk, on there to take the loot aspect of it. So, so that would probably be my favorite genre. Uh, I'd have to give honorable mention uh to jrpgs and specifically uh turn-based jrpgs uh you know i kind of one of my favorite games all time my first jrpg i've ever played was the original fantasy star on master system back in the day and i enjoyed that quite a bit i enjoyed dragon quest i'm a big dragon quest fan on there and of course final fantasy along with other games like breath of fire and uh, you, you, you name it on there i think you're a big fan as well right des yes Yeah, on there. And then my other honorable mention would have to be fighting games on there, specifically, especially 2D and 3D fighting games. You know, I I prefer the more simpler, you know, back in the day, like, you know, King of Fighters, um, you know, original Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 3, nothing too crazy in the uh, arc system works kind of thing where I'm like, you know, having the steady. To do this, that, and the other thing, like, you know, Blas Blue specifically, you know. But, uh, you know, me and Kevin wasted plenty of evenings playing nothing but like Real Bout Fatal Fury 2, a Real Bout Fatal Fury special, Samurai Showdown. You know, we have history. As you stated, Desmond, you didn't kick my ass that profusely, like you talk about it, but, you know, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll oh. let you have your memories. <laughs> oh. I'll let you have your memories,
1: sir. History
0: revisionist.
1: Uh, you don't want the smoke, Joe. I'm just saying. You know, I I remember a certain young man in his Jenko jeans, you know, yeah. uh, almost toppling over a a samurai showdown uh, cabinet. So,
2: so yes. Um, so
1: so. <laughs> don't, get in trouble. don't be mad. Whatever.
2: Don't Whatever. be mad. You're old. Your memory is like uh, yeah, uh, yeah. fading over there. Oh, no, <laughs> so.
1: no, it's okay, okay. You know.
2: See, see what fun fighting games bring out. It brings Ooh. out the <laughs> best in everyone. Yes,
1: yeah, so. so it brings out a lifelong friendship. You know, in which yeah. <laughs> you can look back at more than twenty-five, close thirty years ago, and still laugh at it.
2: Yes, you know, it makes you break controllers. It makes you kick garbage cans. Sometimes it's just it is what it is. <laughs> so. That is
1: true. That is true. But yeah. hey, you know, still
2: good friends. So yeah. you you but- didn't know uh, I mean Terry, our, our mutual friend Terry was the one after playing multiple hours of Virtue Fighter Four uh, final evolution, just yeah. uh, got yeah. me I
1: know, I know off the off the heasy. So <laughs> Yeah, but now you just know to breathe and let it go. I know. <laughs> evolution. True evolution. <laughs> so so. So for me, for me, uh, my favorite genre is any game that allows you to create a character. I love, (laughs) so as long as you're, if your, if your game lets me spend an hour creating a character, then that's my favorite game, (laughs) to be completely honest. Um, Because if, if you know me, you know that I love creating characters, and by default, uh that's mostly um action rpgs or some kind of an rpg like game i love rpgs They—that that is my favorite genre whether it's jrpgs um whether it's american rpgs polish rpgs wherever rpgs i love rpgs i love the storytelling i love the worlds that they create um i just love rpgs and um uh out of the out of the subgenres of RPGs I would have to say action RPGs are my favorite only because um it it's action like yeah, I have nothing against turn-based RPGs nothing at all I, t- I think some of them are fantastic but but there's nothing there's nothing more gratifying than just running along fighting someone and then holding down a button and doing a special move or or some kind of a special move with you, with your weapons and if you have a game that allows, your character to wear the the like if you if you have a crafting system if you have a crafting system in your game and you allow your the the, the player to create something and then they can put it on their character and it is reflected while the character's walking around interacting with the world oh chef's kiss like that's like any game who who will who will take the time to putting a crafting system but then not allow you to actually change how your character looks in the world that they're inhabiting it's just that's just why why put a crafting system in there like i never understood that and that's why you know my least favorite my least favorite uh sub-genre of rpgs is first-person rpgs i just do not like them like i just do not like them i'll play them but i just just i just do not like them i like to see my character i like to see the upgrades I like to see what i'm doing you know that's just like that—that that for me is immersion. The whole thing about like you know, like if you're seeing through the eyes of your church, it's full immersion. No, I don't. I don't buy that. For, for what about me.
2: a dungeon crawling first person RPG, kind of like and Odyssey or Shining, in the Darkness or Shining the Holy Ark, would that be uh, something where you would maybe not be as? uh I'm thinking you're thinking more of talking about Skyrim and stuff of that nature, right?
1: Well, Skyrim in the third person uh, mode. You know, oh, that's Okay. That's, that's one of the reasons why I played Skyrim was because it had a third person mode. And granted, third person mode looked janky, all, uh, janky as hell because it was supposed to be played in first person. But I really respected them for allowing they're allowing us to have a first a third person mode. You no, know, I'm talking and with Etri- and Odyssey, I, I didn't like it per se. And but I thought the thing that I liked more about it. Was the cartography of it like i liked mapping out the the dungeons and stuff like i thought that was a cool idea so I, so that was enough to to hold me over same thing with destiny i liked i i liked destiny because y'all was playing destiny you know and i and i really like at the beginning had to force myself to play that game because you really really liked that game and i really really enjoyed playing with you and so it was and then I slowly but surely developed a love for Destiny, as or uh, I'll say love at the time. I was really I was really like wanting to play it, and I was fully invested in it, in, into it. After I really got used to it, but if I had my druthers, no, I would not. I I, I would prefer, hands down, um, uh, uh, third person action RPG is is my is my just go to. And if you have a if you have a a, a creator, a, um, you know you, you create your own character, you can you know do all kinds of silly shit, you know, and it, and it and you can wear the clothes that you create and all that stuff like that. bring it to me, which is different then because I don't really like like survival RPGs like this the whole survival mechanic in RPGs. I don't know about that. Like I'm like I understand what they're doing, but the whole RPG. And it's like a survival game on top of it being an RPG. Mm, I, I don't I don't know about all that you know i don't I don't think that that's my I, I I haven't really got into the whole like RPG thing like I think that's a level of simulation or a level of of. Of hardship that I just don't need, you know, for my games. <laughs> like when they're like, "Oh, you have to drink water. Oh, you have to like maintain your poop level or something." And I just don't like. I don't. I do that in real life. I don't need to do that in my video game. <laughs> so, so for me, I don't need that level of um, that that level of authenticity. So, but uh, but yeah. So so yeah. That's that. That was the question. I want to say thank you to everyone who. Who came out and said something about it? I really, we, we always really appreciate it. And at the end, Kevin will let you know how you too can be a part of our main event. Uh, but but uh, before we go into their news, our next question for the uh, for the next week is: What is your biggest gaming gripe? And by that I mean, just what don't you like about gaming? You know, I think it's time for us to clean house, get it off our chest. You know, um, and I think I think we'd be surprised. I, we kid hear a lot. You know, and give a lot of, you know, uh, give a lot of guff to uh, Xbox, but I'm sure that's not one of the biggest gaming gripes that we have. So, so I want you to really think about it. And what is your biggest gaming gripe? You know, um, let's clean the house. That way we can just kind of, you know, move forward and think about something else for a while. <laughs> I, I, I can't say, like, I can't wait. You know, <laughs> I know Kevin's already thinking about some stuff.
0: Oh, I got some stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so let us know your biggest gaming gripe. We'll, we'll have a concentrated. It, it'll be like the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. Yes, let the hate flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> let's have it, and again, just just let it out. And no matter Ooh, how
0: do I have some things. To say?
1: <laughs> no matter how trivial or silly it is, let's know what what is your gaming gripe, and we'll talk about it. We'll we'll will let the next show during the main event be like a like a pseudo counseling session, <laughs> you know? okay. we can all kind of help each other out. <laughs> I'm bringing some smoke next week. There but, you go, uh... bring the smoke, with all the smoke. I, I'll, I'll set up some fans. Good <laughs> old time. Oh, so that's it. And
0: some HEPA filters. <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. So that's it for the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, that, that when you started laughing, I was like, oh crap. Can't pass but uh but
0: that's it. I'll turn it back over to Kev. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks for that, Dez. So our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. And Trader Joe, you got the mic, my friend.
2: All right. So we got like kind of two weeks worth of news, but we're gonna cover the highlights, you know, stuff that kind of got some reactions on our Discord on here and the first thing i'm going to lead off is that um i think we talked about in the last show that uh that was leaked that ghost of tsushima uh, has a director's cut coming out and sony finally went ahead and announced it on the playstation blog so ghost of tsushima's director's cut is coming both the ps4 and ps5 later this year it's going to launch on august 20th so literally it's coming out I think five weeks from the date of this recording, on here, and it's going to have some features that are is going to be exclusive to the PS5 version. So, so what the director's cut does, it bundles the base game and all the post-launch content in one package. Uh, they're adding Eki Island, which is previously leaked to be a standalone expansion, but it's not going to be a standalone expansion. It's just going to be part of the director's cut, featuring a new story, a new location, new characters, and more. On there, also, too, um, they're gonna go ahead and make Iki Island accessible for players after they reach Act two in the game and make their way to the Toyotama region on there. So, and if you ha- um played on the p s four, you'll be able to transfer your saves to the p s five. so uh, you could get jump to Iki Island and get to the content right away if need be on there. so. and uh, that director's cut Iki Island expansion will be available for both the PS4 and PS5. There's going to be some features that are going to be exclusive to the PS5 version of the game. This will include uh, improved lip sync for Japanese voiceover. That's one thing that was everyone was critical is that the lip sync for the Japanese voices on the original game was out of sync on their uh, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, uh, 3D audio support, improved load times for 4K resolution. And a targeted 60 frames per second on here. So, and uh, one thing that was kind of a point of discussion is that the upgrade is not going to be free. So, upgrading from the base Ghost of Tsushima on PS4 to the PS4 version of Director's Cut will cost you uh, 20 bucks, 19.99. While if you want to just upgrade uh, the Director's Cut, if you happen to buy the Director's Cut for PS4 when it comes out next month, you'll be you'll have to spend an additional on there. So if you have a base Ghost of Tsushima on PS4 and you want to upgrade to the PS5 director's cut, you're going to have to um, pay $29.99 to be able to upgrade uh, to the additional features in the Iki Island expansion on there. So, uh, So they kind of laid it on the table. They told everyone what the cost is going to be on there. Uh, They also said that they're going to be updating other things for free, including updates to photo mode, more accessibility option, uh, combat improvements, and the ability to hide Jin's quiver on here. So, and uh, there's also going to be an update to the Ghost of Tsushima Legends multiplayer on there and a new game mode uh, announced prior to the release of the director's cut on there and of course the legends multiplayer is um all free for everyone to be able to play and enjoy on there so the big hubbub uh in the gaming community at large had to do with the fact that hey you gotta pay 30 bucks to upgrade and like you know talking about you know of course smart delivery as far as the xbox is concerned and uh, that you don't have to pay to upgrade on the series x and s on there so but uh, gerald on discord stated okay so having both consoles now i could actually chime in and say yes i do like the fact that microsoft has smart delivery and wish sony would also having said that i agreed that developers should get paid for the work they do I wish people would just stop the fanboy shit and just play games. I have both consoles, so I don't care. I win. And if I don't like that, the company's not doing, then I don't get their system. That's simple. We're adults, but a lot of gamers act like infants and most of them are our age. I concur with you directly on well, that. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, I'm going to be there day one. I think, you know, I've not played the game yet, so I want to upgrade it and spend the 30 bucks and enjoy it at my leisure on the PS5. I have no problem paying the extra because basically you're paying 10 bucks for the uh, expansion, you're paying 20 bucks for the deal. I mean, 20 bucks for the expansion and 10 10 bucks to uh, upgrade it from PS4 to PS5. So, you know, it's just in the story on that. So, and what do you feel about it, Kev?
0: um I'm just trading in my old copy and just pre-ordering the the director's cut cuz I haven't played the game at all yet and part of the reason was I was thinking that there was going to be a PS5 version I know there was a 60 frame update but they're adding new content and so I will just I'll just go ahead and just just get the the PS5 version of the game with all that stuff on the disc and just be done with it
2: gotcha yeah i'm just gonna keep my ps4 version because i have the steel book and everything and just uh, pay for the upgrade so
0: yeah i don't have the steel book i have no steel books
2: oh <laughs> you're like i don't care <laughs> you're gonna Those be there day one two days i know i know you played did you get to act two or no
1: i did um, i did and that's the thing that i'm kind of worried about it's like do i do i get this uh because i'm like right in the middle of the game and i'm thinking do i do I get this or do I just say no? And like, cause I don't think it's going to, it's going to, um, to say it's going to transfer over to the new game. So I'm kind of like, do I just do this and be done with it? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do at the moment. I do think though that, um, I mean, I don't know. Part of me wants to. But part of the save is
0: supposed to transfer.
1: Oh, it is. Well, then yeah, yeah. save, save, it. transfers. Oh, well, then I'm then I'm going to just do what Kevin's going to do. I'm probably going to trade it in and be done with it. Like, there's no reason for me to keep it. Like, mm. seriously, like, why, why? I would just go ahead and get the new one and be done with it. Like, cause, well,
2: you could you could upgrade for thirty bucks with your disc and use the PS4 disc to play the director's cut, basically. So. So, you don't necessarily need to trade your game and You trade your game in, you're going to get 10 to 15 bucks for it at the most. So, I on there and have to pay 70 bucks retail to get the disc. With that's all the it. Yeah, that's oh. it. So, okay. and I think I
1: do have that. And I think I do have this bill book as well. So, maybe yeah. I will just keep it then, just go from there.
2: You pay more out of pocket, but if you want to get everything on one disc, that's another thing too. So, and I,
1: so then you have to kind of think think about that. Like, am I that? Like, do I need to have everything on one disc if I already have it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, and if it's able to be, and if I'm able to get it, you know, I might as well just you know keep the copy that I have and just just go on. Like, this is one of those games that I have no desire to uh, sell. Like if I was able to keep it I would I I would. Like there's no there's no reason for me to give the game up. Because it's such it's just such a good game. Like if you haven't played it, you're really you know, and and for me it's like how are they gonna make it look even better? Like I'm freaking out about that. It's like like how can they possibly make it look any better? But oh uh, well, you know, we'll see.
2: Good deal, good deal. So, and you know, if you have any more thoughts on it, just let us know in the Discord. If you, after listening to this episode, and want to talk about any of our news items, definitely, definitely let us know on here. So, next thing I want to talk about is Sony did make a purchase of a game studio. So, you know, we talked about that they purchased Housemark. Of course, they also possibly have purchased Blue Point Games, but. Uh, On July 1st, they made an announcement that Sony PlayStation Studios have uh, purchased Dutch Studios' Nixus Software on there. And you're going, what? Huh? Nixus Software? Who in the hell is Nixus Software? Uh, Nixus Software is actually a uh, particular developer that is specialized in uh, bringing games out for PC. They brought uh, PC ports out of games Lot for Square Enix, including a lot of Crystal Dynamics games, including all the Tomb Raider games. Uh, they just recently worked on the um, Avengers port for PC as well. On here, so they have a lot of expertise as far as bringing games from other platforms onto the PC. On here, so and of course, there a lot of people were kind of going, hey, "Why is PlayStation buying this uh, in particular? Why are they looking to buy this?" Studio on here because obviously they've never developed their own title on there. They uh, have only done ports from console to PC. So, uh, what's your uh, take on this, Kevin? I know you had a take online about it. So, uh,
0: yeah, before I get into that, I prefer a ribeye or a porterhouse <laughs> uh, medium, meet with medium center. I like a good char, a, a, a nice, you know, like the grill lines on it, uh, side of broccoli, and uh, either it's like some iced tea or well, well, <laughs> maybe well, a beer. <laughs> maybe a beer. We'll
2: have pants. to go back. What what date did we say? Because, you know, we said three years.
0: Th- within the same period of time, It I think it was what, three years when the PS4 Pro launched yeah,
2: yeah, for yeah, PS4.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, the uh, first party day and date is coming. It's not going to come tomorrow. Uh, it's not going to come next week. But I think it's it's well on the way. I mean this this acquisition is so outside the norm for any of the acquisitions that Sony that PlayStation has done for their first party. Um, all of those other studios have a relationship of either making uh, first party, uh, you know, or, or exclusive games on their platforms in the past. You know, you can say that about Insomniac, uh, or they have made games that were typically titles that were typically associated with the PlayStation platform. There, there's always been this, this rapport, this, this, uh, uh association with PlayStation, with prior games in the past that they've done, and so you know, like you know, same thing you can say about House Mark. Then you've got N- Nixus that has done nothing. They don't. They don't have any original IP of their own. They haven't. All what they've done is they've. I think they also did some PS2 to Dreamcast ports, but most of their ports, like you like you were saying, you know, from platform piece from console to PC. That's that's all they do. Now I'm not am I saying that it is it, it isn't possible that in some you know behind closed door meeting with you know Herman Holtz and crew that they showed them this unbelievable game that of this new idea that they have that they, they've been working on for several years. It's possible, you know, and it's also possible that the sun's gonna to supernova tomorrow. But it's <laughs> highly unlikely that that's gonna happen. Because this this acquisition is so outside the norm, so outside the norm for the studio acquisitions that that Sony has done in the past, we're getting first party uh, PlayStation titles day and date on PC. Like I said, it's not coming tomorrow. It's not coming next week, but it's coming within a couple, the next couple years. Uh, I I'll, I'll, I'm going to stand on that bet.
2: I will be glad to pay for your stake if that is. <laughs> you probably will. I've done the Ruth Chris yet, so you know maybe there's a there's a good to the dark cloud.
1: I hate to say it, buddy, but you probably will. Like I, I don't I really have no, you know, I really have no um, horse in this race, but I do believe that Kevin is gonna be um, is gonna be well fed after this. Is over. <laughs> I hate to say it,
2: buddy, well, but well, we might we might have to maybe uh, you know you come down to Fresno, we go to Ruth Chris, and we'll make a uh, uh, like a podcast out of it or something. So.
1: Mm, I don't know, buddy, but all I know is. You 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 giving up all this good food? <laughs> what can I bet? What can, what can I bet on you now? Man, why why got to get all the good
2: food? Sheesh! I'll I'll take you to t- uh, Sizzler. You want to go to Sizzler? Man, I, I,
1: I'll make the Sizzler bet with you.
2: Sizzler. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Sizzler. I'll get you. A, you. I'll, I'll get you a damn stick that's like like smaller than the size of my thumb. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that, you, that's the prime me- stick. <laughs> Right, why you gotta be mean? No, nah, I'm not being mean. It's just, it's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing smoke on Sizzler. I'm not throwing smoke on you, son. So...
1: <laughs> but I like Sizzler. <laughs> and nah, I'm. Like Sizzler.
2: A chicken and some cheese toast, there, guys. <laughs> the worst. You know it. All right. As far as my opinion, you know. I, like Kevin said, I seriously doubt this company's going to come and start doing original IP. <laughs> you know, they're there at the port. So <laughs> we'll have to see what, what comes of it, but uh, we'll see. So, And uh, next thing on the news docket has to do with something that Des alluded to and Kev alluded to a little bit earlier. Nintendo came out of the blue and announced a new model of the switch and so they announced on tuesday it was july the 6th i believe on there they announced a new oled model of the switch which is going to cost 349.99 50 bucks hey, hey, my... cheap uh so the 50 bucks uh is going to give you a larger seven inch oled display uh, the standard switch had a 6.2 LCD screen, and it outputs a maximum um, 1080p f- feed when docked on the original. So the uh, OLED model will feech- feature a maximum resolution of 1920 by 1080 and maximum frame rate of 60 frames per second yeah. on there. So, so it's going to be a little bit uh, beefier as far as going in the 1080p uh, in docked mode. On there, and um, unfortunately, all the rumors of the Switch Pro and updated uh, guts to be able to play games in higher fidelity and the DLSS rumors with the NVIDIA to upscale these games up to full 4K is not to be on there. But uh, this new Switch also features a new adjustable stand that is long as the unit itself, it kind of takes the uh, stand that was kind of like the Microsoft Surface on there. So, and you can adjust it basically in numerous different ways. The uh, original stand on the Switch was kind of janky on here, so that definitely upgrades that. And then the dock will have a wired Ethernet port on there as well. So, there's going to be 64 gigabytes of um, internal storage on there, uh, going up from 32 on the original Switch. And uh, they are saying it has enhanced audio from the system's internal speakers on here. So, and so the existing Joy Cons will be compatible with the OLED model, and the new Switch will be compatible with the full library of already released Nintendo Switch games on here. So, hot damn. And there's two colors, two color schemes that will be released with the one with white Joy Cons and a white dock, and the other with a traditional red and blue Joy Cons and a black dock on there. So, and so the internet went aflame about this because obviously with all the rumors from various sources and it was just a lock according to a story on bloomberg that we were going to get an updated switch with updated visuals updated guts and all that and this is definitely quote unquote a half step according to a lot of people but A lot of people's expectations were stroked by (laughs) rumor mongers and whatnot so a lot of people were disappointed because of that reason and it's just uh to me it's kind of ridiculous and i'll let you two chime in too on here i think in of itself by itself this is a uh, attractive piece of kit it's a little nice little upgrade from the original switch as far as screen size as far as the dock and i like the white so obviously it sounds like to me i'm on board and i am on board so uh they haven't popped up for pre-order in the u.s yet so uh, but uh we'll have to see how everything kind of shakes out and see um i've kind of stated the uh, people, when asked, uh, I was having some coil wine on my particular Switch, especially playing Monster Hunter Rise Docked. I would definitely hear my Switch a little bit and kind of was a little bit disconcerting. So, hopefully, you know, with this new model and you know, with the better screen, maybe I'll play portable a little bit more than I'm used to in the past. So, but uh, what's your guys' impressions? Des, what do you think about this new system? So, um, if you haven't bought one, now's the time to buy
1: one. I mean, because I, I, mean, I just keep flashing back to the wii u we and then the wii u type thing and i think and i honestly believe you know nintendo is like you know we can do whatever we want and these people are going to be okay with it and we pretty much are so so at this point i don't know what i don't know what to do you know i have i have the the switch i have a switch light which i played for a long time and then I just really started getting tired of playing, you know, in bed. And I wanted to play on the TV because I wanted it. Like, there were certain games that just do not translate well to a handheld. And they just look better on the TV. So so now I'm all like, well, what? Do I get this new one? That'll be 30, sorry, that'll be three systems deep into the Nintendo ecosystem. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, like, do I really want to do this? You know? And I'm like, and then, you know, there's this, you know, this rumor that there's going to be a pro sure. one. Ooh. you know, I'm thinking, well, crap, the pro one is going to come out, you know, then, 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 then what do I wait? Do I, do I take, I don't know. It's like, like, and I like Nintendo. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, they need to get their shit together. Cause I don't, like, I don't know anymore. Like I seriously, it's, it's, it's not a point of
2: getting their shit together. It's a point. Of, don't believe the hype and all the rumor mongers. I mean, I <sighs> have
1: no, I get that. Like, I honestly get that, Joe. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I think that this could be a really good, a really good thing for certain people if they if they have not gotten um, an interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like, this is this is your time. Go out there, buy it, have fun. You know, do what you, do what you're gonna do. You know. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know anymore. I really don't know what I'm gonna do. And um, and I don't want to say like you know oh I'm being wishy-washy or oh you know decide what you're gonna do and be done be done with it. It's just I just really do not know at this time. There's
2: just so much. A lot of of people are not upgrading. You know at least online, a lot of polls have stated that they're not. Uh, Our reactions from the Discord. Will D had to say it's so over underwhelming. It doesn't sound like it has any enhanced resolution unless I'm missing something. Now, I will say if it bumps frames per second from 30 to 60, then I'll have to consider. I can't play modern games at 30 frames per second. It drives me crazy. Uh, Alberco uh, on Discord stated, man, I was hoping for more, uh, something more substantial. but But it's disappointing, especially for those gamers who play the Switch docked most of the time. And then Gerald uh, stated, uh, not really sure why this even exists. Everyone <laughs> wanted a 4K uh, 60 frames per second Switch Pro. But then again, it's Nintendo. I stopped believing in a long time ago. I'm an adult now. So that's what Gerald had to say. Kevin, what do you think of this uh, piece of kit? I'm bringing so
0: much smoke next week. Uh, I'm going to be passing out cigars, y'all. I mean, for real, for real. There is nothing wrong with this product. It is not for me because I have never taken my Switch out and and used it portably. Um, the only reason for me to upgrade would be if it would have more horsepower under the hood. And I would either get, you know, a higher resolution, but most importantly, uh, greater frames per second. Uh, because I play only in dock mode. So... This product is not for me. For those who have not purchased a switch or who play mostly or 50 50 or some of the time uh, you know in portable portability mode and don't want to go full portability with the switch light, it's a great product. You know, go for it. The problem is where's Jeff Grubb? Where's Bloomberg? Whereas, where's, you know, 420 Yo Mama 56 on, on Reddit, the secret insider who got all, oh, well, they got all this right and that right. And, you know, some, you know, prediction that they did three years ago that anybody who follows the industry at all could have got. was talking about a Switch, well, Switch Pro coming, Switch Pro coming, 4K, 60 frames per second. Where are they at? I haven't heard a peep out of them. I mean, I don't follow them. But the reason why people are disappointed is because Bloomberg jumped... And when Bloomberg gets into something, it automatically goes mainstream. There are some people that, you know, they don't. They may not follow IGN. They may not follow, follow uh, 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 Game Rant. They may not follow uh, Eurogamer. But by golly, they'll follow Bloomberg because they're a mainstream news information media outlet. And Bloomberg picked up on this Reddit nonsense and threw it out like it was the gospel. And so now everybody's disappointed. Everybody's pissed off at Nintendo, which, if you knew that they, in their last earnings call that they did uh, like several months ago, they said they had no immediate plans. To release, didn't say they weren't working on one, to release the Switch Pro or Switch 2 or Switch Ultra, Super the Greatest, whatever you want to call it, anytime soon. They said that in their earnings call, but Bloomberg picks up on, on, on uh, some cat in his grandmama's basement, <laughs> typing up typing up crap on Reddit, throwing it out there like it's the truth. And everybody, oh, Nintendo let me down. I this is we were promised. No, Nintendo didn't promise you none of that. And you know, so anyway, that's that yeah. that smoke, that's that's the first part of the smoke, and I'm gonna bring next week. So I'll end it there. But people aren't people are disappointed because they listen to the bull crap that these insiders push out on the daily, and that's why they're disappointed. It has nothing to do with Nintendo.
2: Yeah, I mean, once I saw it, it's like, you know, I'm willing to take it at face value. It's like, I can, I want to Switch Pro, but um, obviously, I know that it's a rumor. I know that there's a possibility of not coming to fruition. I know Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo wants to do based on the parts and the items that they have available. Obviously, I mean, I think one of the prior sources said that Nintendo got a good deal on these OLED screens from Samsung. And so... Um, You know they have their reasons it's like you know and i'm not disappointed in the fact that it's not the super the greatest switch pro that it was supposed to be Uh, i'm looking to upgrade i'm looking to trade or sell my switch for around 2 to 250 and just buy this for 350 and um, make the investment to have the super the greatest display and leave it at that you know so yeah, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed that you know once I get to around the plane, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, it's not going to run <laughs> at 30 frames a second. It's going to run in whatever still frame. Uh, uh, as far as uh, trying to think of um, Omega Force and the, the Tecmo Koei, and of course, you know, it's going to run like a slideshow that it is. But you know, it is what it is. So, and you know, I, by itself, the system looks pretty nice so so that's why i'm down day one that's why i'm gonna try to grab one because you know i have no I, unlike you des i have no reason to have multiple switches in this household a household of one so it's like i'm definitely gonna uh grab it and trade the other one in and, and call it a day so
1: yeah i mean if anything if i was gonna get it i would put it i'd put this old one in the front room you know, that way we can have, you know, game gaming out in the front room and then put the, the OLED one in the game room, possibly. But again, who knows? Yeah, we'll see.
2: We'll see how readily available this thing is. You know, I'm still curious why they haven't announced pre-orders yet in this territory on here. It's been already put out for, like, other territories, including Europe and, you know, Australia and Japan on here. So, you know, I think everyone's kind of waiting to see when the other shoot drops on it, so. You know, hopefully they'll keep it out of the scalper uh, hands and the bots out there. So, all right. Also, this uh, past Thursday, um, Sony dropped the state of play, and just like kind of what Kevin was alluding to, everyone was like, "Oh, where's the new God of War? Where's Sony's answer to all these E3?" uh pressers from like microsoft guess what they said that they're gonna do a state of play 30 minutes you know <laughs> uh focus on indies and death loop and that's what we got so <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that and so i'm gonna go and talk about at least what they showed real quick um they announced moss book two for playstation vr on there and it, that features the mouse quill uh sequel to the um highly rated psvr title on there and uh, i haven't played the original moss but something uh, i'll see check out once it is released hopefully this is something that will be compatible with the uh, upcoming um, next generation psvr once uh, sony gets that fully announced and released on there um the developers of friday the 13th and predator hunting grounds um announced a new uh early access game a looter based shooter called arcade again on there so it's Woo-hoo! not free to play but it is 20 bucks but it looks pretty cool uh give me some like you know jet set radio vibes at least with the music and um you know i like the, the character design on it um you know it might look a little bit to Fortnite for people if need be um i know it's supposed to feature uh some pvp action on there it's supposed to be kind of based where you're um fighting to keep an arcade um up and running uh, against a mega corporation as far as <laughs> uh i don't know about the plot but uh, it's, it's a co-op <laughs> multiplayer experience <laughs> I just had to give up about that <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's, it's gonna be a mixture, mixture of <laughs> pve and pvp on there um i guess as you can continue to play there's gonna be additional challenges from the local gangs that hang out at gilly's arcade on here so you're gonna earn much more than street cred on there but there's gonna be uh global leaderboards on there and i guess there's nine different gangs to interact within the arcade itself on there so and i guess uh you could possibly join some of these gangs as well on there but uh you know we'll have to see how well this does i mean um i'm willing to give it a chance i don't know if any of you out there listening might be willing to give it a chance but uh You know, we'll have to see. I guess right now they're planning on releasing the launch of this game as in 2022. And so it's going to be a while until uh, this game actually is fully released. And maybe we'll have to keep an eye on it. In the meantime, maybe it will be a PS Plus game of some sort (laughs) on its way to launch, possibly. So any uh, thoughts about Arcade to get in at all besides the humorous laughter of me trying to describe what the hell it is <laughs> no. okay i know kevin yeah i think you mentioned you just uh kind of didn't look like your type of game right
0: no no it's definitely definitely not my type of game i don't think
2: gotcha uh, next thing they showed was an update on Tribes of Midgard, which is the game from Norsefell Games on there. It's an action RPG that's coming out on July 27th. There's a lot of details regarding, I guess, the seasons that they're going to be available in this game on here. So it's. Uh, I think we talked about this game before, but it's playable uh solo or you could play it up to 10 players on there and uh the first season's going to be called the wolf saga on there and they talked about how they're going to be supporting the game um from launch forward on there so there's going to be uh, season one of course and uh various seasons and i think the next one's going to be in september november and january 2022 on here um, and they have a content roadmap on there Uh, of course they have the story-driven saga mode and the endless survival mode so this game is meant to be played multiplayer and then there's a light like um, base building in the game as well on there they talked about that you're able to uh, equip different runes on here to modify your character on there and uh, kind of tweak your player to your content you know heart's content as far as uh, how you want to create a character that is in your wheelhouse on there there's 30 different runes uh, that you can use to combine uh, on there to be able to get the, the player to the kind of play style that you want on there so this, this might be something up your alley des possibly so Not
1: possibly i mean i like I like the fact
2: that I like indie games that gives us options. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you know, this game also has the big monsters that you saw previously and uh, kind of reminds me of a, like, a, I wouldn't say Attack on Titan, but, you know, it's like you know, giant North mythology monsters that you have to band together with other players on there to try to beat on there, so... And yeah, so the game's coming out. Uh, it's July 27th. Um, I know that there is a physical version with some extra bells and whistles on there. The actual digital version is going to be 19 on there. Uh, the physical version, I believe, is 29.99. It'll be out on July 27th on there. Uh, I know Gerald made a mention in... Uh, the Discord saying that he did um, like this game or was going to be liking. In fact, this full comment, uh, he really liked the Fist game because they showed Fist and the Demon Slayer game. He'll also be playing that with the kiddos and also Vikings of Midgard as well, which is actually tribes of Midgard. So, hey,
1: Vikings, tribes, they're same.
2: Awesome. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. 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 So, but uh, I actually pre ordered this game. It's something I'm going to be definitely checking out. I like the action uh, Diablo style overhead, like, uh, art, you know, aspect of the gameplay. And I think the art style looks gorgeous too. So, yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, if we we'll get other people involved, I don't know, Des, if it's something that you're going to look into. 20 bucks is not too much of an ask. I don't think so. I don't
1: think 20 bucks is that much at all. So, yeah, I almost like uh, really picking it up.
2: Might be better than Dark Alliance, possibly. So. Uh,
1: I mean, dude, come on, come on! Like, there's, it's not really hard to be better than Dark Alliance. Like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but let's. Hey, let's,
2: we we have some listeners that actually want to go back to the world of Dark Alliance and give it a shot. There was a recent patch on there, so. I mean, unless
1: the patch makes it a different game, I don't know. <laughs> Facts. Let's, i'm not trying to be rude but i was not i was not a fan i'm not a fan yeah
2: just because it's free and in your cupboard doesn't mean you got to eat it so (laughs) that's right you know what 100
1: that is a great analogy for game pass (laughs) you know as long as it's free and it's in your cupboard does not mean you need to eat it
2: I like it's God. gonna go to waste if you don't uh, give it a taste. So. I'm fine with that. I know, even rhymes. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
1: say it again.
2: It's not gonna go to waste if you don't give it a taste. So.
1: Look at Joe over here.
2: Mars.
1: What'd you say, Kev? Mars. Yeah. Better watch out. AKA, aka gaming rapper. <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, the next game that they showed was another trailer for Fist, Forge and Shadow Torch. This is the anthropomorphic game featuring, of course, rabbits and other creatures uh, looking badass with big gadgets, armor, big robotic fist on there. Game looks pretty badass on there. Uh, They did finally announce a release date for it. It's going to be released on September 7th. It is going to be twenty nine ninety nine, but you're able to pre-order it right now to get 10% off, just in case if you want that extra scratch on there. I know this is a day one confirmed for you, Kev, right? Oh, yeah. This is a show enough game, so I will be playing it day one. Yeah. And uh, if you want to get an idea, it's kind of a, a 3D scope, but it has like a 2D st- style gameplay to it. It looks like there's a lot of... Uh, um, Like, what would you say? A lot of, like, um, action-oriented? Yeah, it's a lot of combos, a lot of aerial combos. Um,
0: I'm guessing that there's, if I had to guess, I'm thinking that there's going to be some things that you can either affix to your mechanical fist or some abilities that you'll be able to unlock uh, that that will either aid in, like, crowd control, uh... You know power uh maybe something maybe moves that can keep you in the air for a longer period of time i'm sure there's going to be some abilities that you'll be using for traversal but man this this fist looks amazing
1: absolutely
2: amazing the main protagonist is called rayton and he's a rabbit basically and he has this big robotic fist on here but you're able to also within the game also obtain a whip And a drill on there, so so basically uh, he's gonna drink carrot juice to recover when he's injured on there. Mm -hmm. So, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and uh, it looks pretty badass. It's like it's gonna be a day one for me. I think uh, PlayStation did a good job in getting this game and kind of bringing this over, signing it up for exclusivity on the playstation platform so good on them on there so uh next game they showed was this new game that is from an unknown developer it's from uh this developer called mantesco and this game that they announced was hunter arena legends on here so and uh, this is for ps4 ps5 uh kind of has a eastern asian look to it but it is a battle royale with 30 players total on here but there's featuring pve and pvp fighting in the game and the fighting is very similar to a basic or a simplified like fighting game on there so and so you're able to brawl and battle people in real time of course on there and uh They have uh, different modes in the game. they got a solo mode, which is a 30-player free-for-all, basically uh, last person standing on there, and you're fighting with other people online. There's also going to be trio mode, uh, which you're going to be entering an arena along with your friends as a team of three on there, and it's kind of like a horde mode on there. Uh, You're going to be able to um, fight other um, enemies in the environment, including other players as well on there and you're going to have to do some strategy on there to coordinate to you know get beyond battles with other players on that and there's going to be also a tag match on there and uh, basically tag matches where they're going to go ahead and just forego the survival aspect of it and basically just be arena embrace brawler where you're entering with two hunters and you're going face-to-face on there. So it's very similar to a one-on-one fighting game on there and be able to go ahead and do that. It's going to be where you're going to team up with another player on there to uh, fight another couple of players as well. So so it kind of looks cool. And, um, you know, I kind of, I'm hopeful this game is good. It is the PlayStation Plus game for August coming up, so it's going to be available for everyone. I'll give a probably a nice player base to start out with, and we'll actually see what this game's about on there. I think it's definitely worth a download and worth a play on there. I'm not sure if I would have uh, paid for this game per se. Uh, what do you think, Kevin, about this thing? I know it's kind of like mixed.
0: Yeah, battle royale. To you know, that's almost as bad as MMO. That's like my gamer's kryptonite. Typically, mm. uh, the combat looked intriguing, but also Genshin Impact combat looked intriguing, and it, that stuff on it is it, super simple. So I don't know if it, if there's really if there's going to be any kind of skill associated to it, or if you're just tapping square all the time um i'll download it i'll check it out i mean it's part of playstation plus so there's no quote unquote it's free uh but uh i don't know i i'm i'm cautious i'm not even going to say cautiously optimistic i'm just saying (laughs) i'm cautious
2: i'm hopeful it's good i mean for something to come out of the blue and just get announced. And, uh, you know, obviously they're being very ambitious with this game and we'll have to see if they are able to pull it off. You know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Absolver, but way more mainstream than Absolver was. So, yeah. what about you, Des? Any interest in this? Did you get a chance to watch any of the trailer <laughs> uh, at all or anything? Kevin said that, something Kevin said it right.
1: Um, I didn't watch the trailer, but it, uh, we talked about it uh, while we were playing a couple games a couple days ago. So, again, um there's no there's nothing keeping me from checking it out as it as it is part of uh games uh, games, as it's part of uh, uh playstation you know plus so i'll check it out but i have to agree with kevin it i i don't really like uh games like this but again let's just see what's happening go from there gotcha
2: Okay, and they also showed an update to the game Sifu. Speaking of Absolver, (laughs) um, the developers of Absolver, um, uh, they are working on... Uh, Bringing Sifu out, Uh, they did announce that they did push back the release date to 2022 on there, so it's going to be early 2022, but uh, uh, the trailer that they showed was just showing the uh, aging aspect of the game on there that, you know, obviously every time you defeat it that you're able to uh, resurrect and or, you know, come back older and wiser on there, so. On there, so I kind of looked like the look of the trailer on there. Can't wait to play this a little bit further once it is released in early 2022. Any thoughts on the updated trailer at all, Kev? Oh, th- this game looks fantastic. It kind
0: of reminds me of uh, what was that? What was that? That open-world 3D action game from back in the day? Something Dogs? Um, Sleeping Dogs? Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, fantastic it kind of reminded me. Yeah kind of remember reminded me of sleeping dogs combat wise uh, which which is a a like like Dez said a fantastic game uh, if you haven't played sleeping dogs you, you really should um, so like I saw some counters you know like that some crowd control moves he's throwing dudes off ledges you know yeah yeah this this is a show enough game for sure so I'll be I'll be and I appreciate them pushing the game back you know we didn't want to rush if they didn't want to rush this out and and sacrifice quality and you know talking about crunch you know okay but if whatever you need to do to put out the best product that you can that you possibly can i will never throw shade on a developer for doing that so take the time the time that you need to polish it up make it make it good uh, because you only get one t- one one opportunity to impress, and it's not just with this game, but I think it's with any game, because we're we're at a point now where content is rapid is rapidly dropping in in quick succession. So if your game, if your it's one thing if your game comes out and people just don't like it, it's another thing if your game comes out and it's so janky that and it's such poor quality that people can't play it and when the next big thing is literally just around the corner yeah you can't risk that so you need to bring out your you need to bring out your a game for every project you're getting ready to drop so kudos to them for doing that
2: Uh yeah and speaking of absolver is this a game absolver that i should go back and play des i know um you played it a little bit right I played it for
1: quite a while, but again, it's more of an a. Uh, it's it's a, it's a, arena brawler. It's more PvP than PVE, and while it was fun, I I think that there wasn't enough meat there to really. Um, for me, I don't think there was enough meat meat there to really to last for a long time, as there really wasn't a story. I think. Absolver was a proof of concept for what Sifu is going to become. So, and I'm, for me, again, that's just what it looks like. Like they, they, they were testing all these different mechanics and everything within Absolver and everything they learned from Absolver, they're putting into Sifu. Um, which I think is great, you know, but I, I'm glad that they're doing more of a story focused full game. So, but no, I don't think it's, I don't think you need to go back and play Absolver if you if you don't want to. I mean, I, I played it for a good, solid month, but even then I was like, okay, this is good, you know, but I needed, I needed more. I, I always, whenever I played it, I always wanted more, you know, and I just was never able to get it.
2: Yeah, and they might, um, I think they've gone in and updated it a couple times. In fact, there is a oh, yeah. expansions on there mm-hmm. since they released it. Yeah. I'm looking on Steam right now, and one reviewer said God Hand, but online on there is a review of the game. So so I'm not sure if it, it holds up to the craziness of God Hand or not. But. It's not but mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: It, it, it does not, but that's not about thing.
2: You
0: know? No, yeah. it, there's only one God Hand.
2: And then also in the state of play, they showed a trailer for Jet the Far Shore. This is the game that's coming out, uh, been in development for a long time from what the uh, trailer stated on here. And um, it looked pretty cool. It's kind of a more chill, relaxed type of game. You're investigating a planet on there and you play as an explorer uh flying this jet on here and you're uh, scouring the landscape for habitability uh we're not trying to confront any of the uh you know creatures on the planet if need be but uh you're going around observing expecting and cataloging your findings on there and uh also too it looks like you can go on foot it looks like everything's in first person on there and you can go ahead and explore the out uh landscape a little bit on there kind of has a no man's sky look to it but uh a lot of good art direction a lot of good uh sound direction as well on there i think if you haven't watched this yet des it might be something that you might be interested in on there and uh, they haven't announced a uh release date for it yet but they said it's going to be out before the end of uh, 2021 on that so What'd you think about it, Kev? I know you saw it. I know it's not a game that's particularly up your alley, per se, but.
0: No, I, I like my games a little more violent. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, it, 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 it's, it, you know, I, I think there's a market for this type of game, kind of like this Abzu vibe, you know, where you're not, you're just kind of exploring, not really doing doing anything, you know, not confronting some great evil or, or, you know, being the, being the, the, the world hero, uh, but just kind of chronicling stuff. Uh, I think there's a market for these types of games. It's just like, I'm, I'm just not part of that market. Gotcha.
2: I said, I actually like the look of it. I, th- I thought the
0: sound, Oh, the art was... style is dope. The art yeah. style is fantastic. I have I have no issues with the art direction and that, that, that viewpoint kind of reminds me of Zaxxon. Like if, if uh, I'm like, oh man! It, I would, if they would ever do, if they could would ever do an update to Zaxxon that looked like this, I'd I'd be all over it in a heartbeat. I would be all over it in a heartbeat. Uh, I, I really like the art direction, particularly as the ship is traversing across the 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 terrain. Uh, it's like if that was zaxon dude oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's being co-developed by this team called super brothers that originally brought out super brothers sword and sorcery back on ios back in 2011 on there so and a lot of people like that particular game that was back when ios games were up up there you know as far as in the stratosphere uh, as far as you know that was that time where mobile games actually were prominent before they fell into the like free-to-play trash that they are today so mm-hmm. gotcha I gotcha uh next thing sega had a couple games to show demon slayer uh was shown the hinokami chronicles on there the adventure mode was featured on there this is a uh, um particular game that is like you know basically like your typical anime fighter brawler slash adventure story based title on there of course and um, i think i mentioned last time who's the developer it's the same developer that did uh, ninja ultimate storm you know, all those games on there i don't know why it's like not coming to my mind what's yeah, that developer
0: it's uh i know who you're talking about it, it uh, it's I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just I just can't think of it
2: either. Uh, Cyber Connect, too. Cyber Connect. Yeah. Yeah. Cyber Connect. Mm-hmm. So, Cyber Connect, they have a quite noted um, history of developing games in this wheelhouse, and it does look good. Is that something on day one, or are you going to check out on sale? I think you said, Kev. I will probably, this, this looks like a
0: great Black Friday acquisition. I, I will say this. The, uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, The only reason I say that, the only reason I say that is, like, the first two Ninja Storms were fantastic. Uh, The combat is simple. Uh, And again, I'm a beat-em-up snob. So the simpler the mechanics, regardless of how good the game looks, the less I'm going to dig it in the long run. I'll be captivated by the visuals, you know, for the first, you know, couple of hours or two. But after that, I'm really going to want to see some meat on those mechanics. I have no desire to play a game like this online. Um but I do like Demon Slayer and this game is going to cover the first season of Demon Slayer. And that was I I it, it's it's a, it was that that intro that first season was really good. So from what I saw, like the boss uh, uh, con- uh, conflict within uh, what was that, Takumi Takumi Castle. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I, I know. I it, it's it's from it, it's it's a demon that, that uh, Tanjiro had to fight in the first season, just after he had become a a demon slayer after he acquired the mm-hmm. skills to become a demon slayer. That was his first, uh, or one of his first opponents. I want to say it was his first opponent, but great anime. I I highly recommend, if you haven't seen it, to watch it. Uh, this game looks beautiful, but I'm thinking that this combat system is going to be a bit on the simpler side. So be, just because of that, I'm thinking I will probably hold out uh, until like a Black Friday deal and get it then. But if... But again, I'm a beat em up snob. So if you're not a beat up snob and you're you don't really care about deep engrossing mechanics in uh, brawlers or action games, and uh, I would say this is probably this probably would be a day one get for most folks.
2: And then Sega also showed another game. Uh, basically, it's the same trailer for Lost Judgment that was shown when the game was initially launched. I'm not sure why they included it in the state of play, but they decided to throw it in there. So, <laughs> And so it's exactly the same on there, but there's more information about the game. I think uh, just like uh, Sega has gone with uh, Microsoft uh, for the marketing uh lead for yakuza like a dragon they're going with sega for the marketing lead for lost judgment this time on here judgment's also available on playstation now right now until the beginning of uh, october uh, for people that have that service on there so and i think they say too that you know yakuza will continue in the rpg turn base kind of genre for future iterations and lost judgment and the judgment series is going to take the mantle of the traditional yakuza brawler type combat so their same studio is going to work on both series uh, c- concurrently on there so and- I, I like that but i don't like
0: that because i'm I, i'm I, I dig that they're taking Yakuza in a different direction. Uh, you know, I don't like that mechanic, so I didn't buy Like a Dragon. I have no plans to play it uh, because I've got to go through, you know, all the, the prior games anyway, so... Uh,
2: That's all right. But on Games Pass, though. <laughs> no, nah, I already
0: got the games on PlayStation. That's a PlayStation series. I'm going to play it there. Um, plus, I already exactly. got the games. <laughs> I already got the games. Um. I, I like the idea that they're keeping, you know, they're trying something fresh with Yakuza mechanically. And for those that like their traditional, they're moving that on to judgment. But man, I mean, I, I'm going to miss, you know, I know this is, they got a new guy. So I don't know if they're going to continue with this new protagonist in yeah, the they future. Are. Yeah. But I'm really going to miss not busting heads with Kazia. I'm really going to miss that, you know, and, you know, I, you know, it is what it is. You know, they're making some changes, you know, things got to got to move on and, and mechanics evolve and keep things from getting too stale. I, I get I get all that. I get all that. I, I get all that. But uh, I want to bust heads with Kazia Kiryu again i do
2: <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah judgment's gonna have some like uh light like stealth aspects to it when you're doing your little investigation on there but uh, the brawling has uh, three different uh martial arts styles crane tiger and snake style on there so And of course, there's also all sorts of wacky minigames in this game as well as any Yakuza game. So you are gonna infiltrate a high school and be able to go ahead and do dancing, uh, be involved in a robotics club on there and uh, also in a boxing gym and burning rubber in a biker gang. So if you wanna do that, I know there's also a skateboarding minigame in this (laughs) Lost Judgment as well from what I've seen of the screenshots. So, I mean, it's basically it's the the same type of yakuza gameplay that you know and love with all the wacky mini games also as well. Yeah, but I want to um, do that with Kazuya. I mm-hmm.
0: mean, I mean, I mean, I I dig the I dig Judgment. I dig <sighs> this new character. I'm I'm cool. I you know I've I got the first Judgment. I will be picking up the second one. But I want to do that with as well. I want to bust heads with Kitty I mean, that's. <laughs> that that's that's just you know that's
2: just where i'm at with gotcha with with, with, with that series it is what it is all right and then next thing that finally unveiled more about death stranding director's cut on there so unlike uh ghost of shishima this is upgradable for a entire 10 bucks if you own the ps4 version on there so there's going to be new features in the game a new content uh, new weapons on there. Uh, looks like there's a minigame that uh, has racing involved on there as well. So it kind it, it looks pretty cool. It, it looks like it's going to add a lot more uh, to the game. This is definitely going to be the uh, definite one to play on there if you've been holding back on p- checking out Death Stranding on there. So and um, they're going to have m- more storylines, of course, too as well. So. And so, any excitement for this, uh, Kev, I know you have Death stranding, I think already right?
0: I do. And uh, I enjoyed what I played of it. I got distracted by other bright and shiny, so it's definitely a game that's in my backlog that I'm gonna uh, go back and play. i will I will buy the upgrade for this game. Um, and it looks like they're adding some mechanics, some new mechanics. It's gonna it looks like it's gonna be uh, more action oriented. Uh, or have some items that will make the game more action oriented, which is yeah. kind of dope. Uh, although I really didn't have a problem with the, you know, the you know, the the UPS delivery thing that you did, but these updates and these upgrades I think address some of the criticisms that folks had of the game. Folks that of uh, that like the game. But thought that some thing, if if some things would have been added would have made the gameplay experience a bit more enjoyable. so it it looks like uh, uh, it looks like that was listened to. so i'll be I'll be checking it out. I'll be checking it out.
2: Yeah, they said that the new content's not just bolted on, that's kind of woven within the original Mm storyline on there. And uh, some things are going to be hard to find. Some things will be out and about and part of the normal storyline as well on here. And then they also stated that all the Half-Life and Cyberpunk 2077 content that was introduced to the PC version of Death Stranding will also be included in the director's cut as well on nice. there plus they have a separate racing mode called uh, fragile circuit on there as well so so i'm um, definitely upgrading i'm going to fire this up i've it's been on my backlog too long i think uh, i'm going to give it a good shake once it does come out it's gonna be released on september 24th on there so definitely looking forward to that any thoughts on Death Stranding, Des? I know you're quiet, but you probably have no no pony in this race, right? No, I'm
1: not. A, I'm, I saw I saw it. wasn't really a fan, so I'm probably gonna give
2: this a pass. Gotcha. And then the last thing they showed was an update to Xbox Game Studios slash Beth, Bethesda slash Arcane Studios France, uh, PS Five exclusive Death Loop on here. So uh, they showed a nine minutes of gameplay. Kind of showing the kind of roguelike aspects of the game that you do have to go in and defeat all eight bosses within a day on there. And obviously, if you die, you have to repeat and try again on there to, you know, obviously get to your end mission on there. And also fighting against another player controlled character that is trying to uh, kind of throw a wrench into your progress along the way as well. So, Arcane's always been. One to be Arcane France, at least, has been the one to try to advance uh, some aspects of PVP, PVE, and mixed into the same mixture. And this is kind of their, uh, you know, mix de jour on there. So th- I noticed that there's a lot of uh, support from the xbox family including phil spencer pete hines was all like look forward to the death loop gameplay today on the playstation's you know <laughs> state of play on there and it does look like a great uh, look like an interesting game for sure on there um i have it actually pre-ordered because i want to experience on the playstation 5 i know a lot of uh the developers talked about incorporating a lot of features from the dual sh- dual sense and the haptic feedback and the um rumbles and whatnot that uh, you know even though this eventually might wind up on games pass after the period of exclusivity that bethesda and arcane have at playstation why wait a year i guess the xbox um community out there is willing to wait to play it on xbox as part of games pass but uh, what do you think about all this kid um
0: i really wanted to like this game I still kind of do like it, but this is this is a this is a Black Friday get if I get it because I'm just not sure about the overall you know gameplay loop, but uh, I I just don't know if, I just don't know if if it's gonna if if it's gonna hit on all cylinders for me And another thing if that counter agent is baked into the game and you always have somebody coming into your game. This is hundred percent. I'm out.
1: Yeah. I don't like that. hundred
0: percent. I'm out. I don't want, I don't want, I don't like this invasion aspect. Now what I want to say in one of the previous interviews that they did that she can either be player controlled or AI controlled.
2: That's correct. I'm hoping
0: that is, I'm hoping that that is the case. Because if it wasn't, I'd be a hundred percent out with this game. But if it's can, if she can be AI controlled, then you know, I then yeah. But I, I think this is going to be be a pickup on on the on the uh, the on the BF train.
2: Yeah, you could you could uh, actually disable the PvP element on there. You have an option in the menu to do so. So. On here, so if that's the case, then it, it's going to be a computer-controlled uh, Julianne okay. uh, Juliano that will pop in your game from time to time on there, but it'll be AI controlled versus P you know, controlled by another player. Okay, there, so Good. so you have a choice. And the reason why I was picking this up is because I think um, Bethesda and Sony they decided to release this at thirty, I mean sixty dollar price point at launch. And I think Best Buy is giving out uh, a $10 certificate back. And then it comes with a free steelbook. So they dangled all the special doodads to me to say, okay, buy this at launch there. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And uh, you know, I have an option to with Best Buy the price match within 45 days of purchase. So I'll definitely keep an eye on that business. I might be able to pay, play it for cheaper than even the 60 bucks minus 10 <laughs> on there. So you know me, value man over here. So <laughs> that ended well, well, the well, uh, value. The value. Lots of the circus of value. And then um that ends the state of play. I do have one further news article. Let me go into it real quick because I know we're gone kind of gone long a bit. But Ubisoft has confirmed there was a rumor from Jason Schreier and then right afterwards they came in and confirmed Jason Schreier of Bloomberg (laughs) that, uh, the, um, recent Assassin's Creed games are going to be, um, expanded on there. So, because prior to the release of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they've taken turns between two teams within Ubisoft Montreal, developing certain games. So like, say for instance, uh, the uh, prior game, which was, I think, uh, not Valhalla, but uh, the Odyssey uh, was mm-hmm. done by a different team. And the same thing, um, Origins was done by the same team that did Valhalla. So they have alternated development of particular titles. But they decided to just go ahead and make Assassin's Creed an online platform with an involving world, multiple settings, and live service elements on there. So. So they want to, once this game does come out, to expand it for years uh, after its release, adding and building into the game's plethora of settings. So a lot of people were trying to kind of figure out what they're going to do with this, if they're going to add more classic gameplay and a return to the Assassins versus Templar on there. You know, it seems like they kind of lost the plot uh, as of late with the game on here. Uh, But we'll have to see when this comes out, according to uh, the article, at least from Jason Schreier, that Assassin's Creed Infinity's release date is years away on here. And so we're probably not going to see this kind of be kind of a similar thing like Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto V, where this is going to be a live service platform versus uh, uh, actual standalone title on there. So, so. A lot of people just want to get that platform and make that Assassin's, you know, make that GTA 5 money is basically what they're looking down to do on here. Uh, I know the rumors right now for GTA 6 is that, um, that Rockstar is looking to do a similar like online world just like they would GTA 5 online and do it in the realm of Vice City, I guess. So that's what's been talked about. We did have some reaction in Discord, so Will D mentioned the fact this doesn't sound interesting to me that I may have played my last Assassin's Creed game. And then some gentleman by the name of Shonef71 on Discord said the last Assassin's, <laughs> Assassin's Creed game I enjoyed was Black Flag. Tried the one with the British twins that was Assassin's Creed. Um, God, I'm. Ch- drawing a blank on the name it's the one with the uh, british twins on their syndicate uh, i think
0: syndicate oh, no. yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah i didn't like it at all haven't been back since so it's not good it, yeah. yeah and uh i know you stated that on discord anything else to add kev to this this wonderful assassin's creed um picnic uh
0: ubisoft is proving themselves to be the greatest consumer-friendly developer out there because they are guaranteeing that I won't be buying none of the games that they put out. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be saving all kinds of money. Uh, so I appreciate you, Ubisoft. You keep that. You keep it up. You keep it up.
2: Live service. How about you, Dan? No, I-
0: this is garbage.
1: No. I have no desire to play. I have no desire to play. Um, I, I, no. No. I'm okay.
2: The thing about this is, if you never played Assassin's Creed before and you don't want to do this live service business, guess what? You got a lot of back, oh, a lot it's... of, a lot of prior Assassin's Creed games you can dive into and yep. enjoy at your heart's content for exactly. little to no cost. So, may not be on Games Pass. You never know. You know that's that's one of the. Uh, um, wish lists like, oh, I hope they incorporate Ubi Plus to Games Pass. We'll have all the games. Oh. <laughs> wow. I want them to buy Sega. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I won't play any of the games, but I like the developer wish list over here,
0: dude. That that that's all that matters.
2: It, all they. I'll save it for next week. I'll save, yeah, I know. I'll save, Game, I'll save, I'll gaming, save it for gaming, Next week, gaming's a big Monopoly board, and they just want to <laughs> have Park Place and Boardwalk. <laughs> it's the oh. gist of it. And they wanna, they wanna steal PlayStation's lunch. They wanna stick PlayStation with Baltic Avenue, and basically have no, no crummy, no, no houses or hotels. You know, throw a PlayStation right in jail. So. <laughs> That's the news before I go off the rails anymore. <laughs> All right.
0: Oh, contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com if you've heard anything that you want to reply to, or if you would actually like to be on the show and have your opinions on this wonderful world of gaming, and you want to express that to our listeners, you're going to want to send an email to us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter, at Gaming Vessels. And individually, we also have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter, at Shonuff71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71 at the end. PSN, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with number 7. Xbox, I can be found at Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am Shonuff71. Same spelling as originally, and my switch French code is 7658-2155-3309. And of course, uh, I would be negligent in my duties as a co-host to not remind our listeners of our Discord server. Uh, Most of the content that I would normally be putting up uh, on Twitter i'm sending it to discord uh twitter's becoming a dumpster fire i mean i i check in every now and then but it it's it, eh. and it's not because it is not because i want to i want my social media in a echo chamber we have varying opinions on gaming and um, which is our i'd say is our all of, all three of us our favorite hobby And everybody in there has their own opinion, uh, men and women of their own mind, and they express those opinions respectfully, and we have great conversations over there. There is not a waiting period or an approval period you need to go through. Uh, You just click the link that you can find on our Twitter page or any podcast aggregate that you download our show from. Click the link there and you're automatically in. And we hope that we'd like to see you there. Enjoy the conversation enjoy the banter. Enjoy the joking around. It's all lighthearted and good fun. Uh, we have a lot of fun over there. So definitely want to encourage you to hit us up on Discord. But uh, Trader Joe, where can folks get, to go get a hold of you at, my friend?
2: On Twitter, <laughs> I am at Joe Fungul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Um, You can find me forwarding contest entries to both Kevin and Desmond's attention on there. And if you become my friend on Twitter, guess what? I could include you too on there. So PSN and Steam, I am under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. My new favorite platform, Xbox. Uh, My username is Kamunagara. Same spelling with 6995. And my Nintendo friend code, Four seven one two five nine five three one four zero nine on there. And uh, where can the fine folks find you, Dez?
1: Well, you can find me on PSN and Steam. uh, N e m o t g g r. That's Nemo Tigger. You can find me on Twitter at the Nemo Six. T h e N e m o S i x. And my Nintendo friend code is five two eight zero six six seven four four five one nine and again please let us know how you found out about us we want to talk to people not bots
0: indeed indeed so folks that's going to bring episode 130 to a close for trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar and for Dez, aka the bay area terror aka the high-res hater aka cat daddy aka gamer step daddy
2: no. we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we
0: will be back next week with episode 131 for your ears
2: with all, all the right, smoke
0: with all the smoke oh folks gonna get some work um we'll catch you at 131
2: y'all someone call cps for me please <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs>